0: It's time for Louisville City FC. It's full
1: time! Louisville wins a second
2: consecutive cup!
0: Right here on ESPN Louisville. Six players in the wall for LA. It's Niall McCabe. He goes for a goal and he scores! Niall McCabe around the wall. Now here's Jeff Milby and Casey
3: Whitfield. Tonight, Louisville City FC turns the page on this 2022 season once again. Now with a playoff place secured, the boys in purple turn their attention to two goals. One, securing first place in the Eastern Conference, and two, winning the USL Championship's regular season title for the first time in club history. With seven games remaining, Lou City is in good standing on both of those goals. There are four points clear of Tampa Bay in the east and two points back of San Antonio, San Antonio for the overall USL lead. If they can take both of those titles by the regular season's close on October 15th, they can ensure that they will be at home at Lynn Family Stadium for every single playoff game. This postseason tonight though figures to be a test of the team's fortitude and resilience as they pursue those goals playing their fourth game in the last two weeks and their fourth game away from home in their last five games. Can City maintain focus eliminate fatigue and come out on top tonight. That's the question we'll hope to answer FC Tulsa stands in their way a team clinging to their playoff lives. With that, we bring you into tonight's broadcast, which is coming to you from World of Beer off of Brownsboro Road. It's the official Lou City watch party tonight. The game is on the big screen in front of us. There's a fantasy football draft happening next to us on the table across the way. And Casey Whitfield sits across from me, Jeff Milby. And Casey, to me, that's the situation tonight for loose City. They're on the road yet again, the fourth time in the last five games. It is a heavy, heavy portion of the schedule right now, their fourth game in the last two weeks. Again, most of those have been on the road, save for last weekend. So they've got to fight through it tonight. They've got to put in a professional performance and somehow find a way to come out with three points on the road against a hungry team. FC Tulsa comes into the game tonight clinging to their playoff lies the the first team below the playoff cutoff line in the eastern conference they're nine points back of detroit for that final playoff spot not yet eliminated but with their backs against the walls they're going to give everything they have to lose city tonight it's going to be a difficult test for the boys in purple
4: yeah it's going to be a a tough one tonight not only because memphis is, or i'm sorry fc tulsa is fighting for their life and they're just a few points behind memphis is right behind us they're fighting for that too but it's just been the hardest spell of games, I think, for Lucity. Out of the entire season, this is the hardest part. We had a few parts at the beginning of the season where there was several road games, but this is the end of the season. Yep. They're getting tired. The playoffs are in sight. like They can see that final goal. And they still have to get through these next few matches. And Tulsa's going to be definitely coming at them, trying to get those points, trying to earn their playoff bid. So it is a massive test tonight and probably on some tired legs because it's been a, t- a difficult spell. Luckily, there's a lot of depth within City, but that depth is being tested. And I think that if City can get over the- this game and then the next game, they'll have a chance to be able to rest a little bit, and they're going to need that.
3: You mentioned Memphis. They currently, as the live standings have been updated, are in second place in the Eastern Conference, three points back of Louisville City. That's because they are currently up 1-0 over Atlanta United 2, near the halfway mark of that game at 5th-3rd Bank Stadium down in Georgia. So it is Memphis currently in second place in Tampa Bay and third place behind Louisville City in the Eastern Conference. You also mentioned the depth will be tested tonight, Casey, and that's where I want to go with our next talking point here in segment number one of tonight show, which, of course, will have the whole game for you coming up at 830. Uh, every touch of the ball, hopefully, we will be able to bring it to you live here on ESPN Louisville. But the point I want to bring up, Elijah Winder, a player who has made just three appearances this season. He scored a goal the last time out, the Academy product, 19 years old, a Louisville native, the older brother of Josh Winder, uh, who has made such an impression this year along the back line for Louisville City. But Elijah Winder... Will make his fourth appearance of the season. His first career start tonight, and it comes on the heels of his first career goal last time out in that 3 1 win over Sacramento at home over the weekend. A big night for him, and Loo City is going to need him to come through with a strong performance again because they're so thin right now because of this heavy schedule of games. He's being called into action here, the young fellow.
4: Super excited for him tonight. What an awesome opportunity to be able to get your first goal last match and then to be able to get your first start this match. I mean, it's, it's such an incredible opportunity for him to also earn himself some playing time. He, every time I feel like he's come in, he's been absolutely wonderful. He's had an immediate impact. He works hard. He positions himself really well. But he's always come in late in the game, so maybe legs are a little bit tired or maybe the other team's trying to push forward so space is a little more available. So it's going to be interesting to see how he flows throughout an entire game. How does he adjust – to the play, to the style of game the game's going with. Instead of being able to sit on the bench and watch it and take it in and then know what to do when you go in, he's going to have to make adjustments on the fly. But very excited for Elijah. I hope he has another stellar game. I'm sure that he will, but he's one I'm going to keep my eye on because I think think he's going to really make a name for himself here at the end of the season.
3: Should point out that it's it's his first career start for Lou City tonight. He did go on loan earlier this year to FC Tucson where he started two games in mid-May, on May 15th and May 28th. He went 86 minutes and 60 minutes in those games, respectively. He has not gone longer than 32 minutes in any of his other games across this season between FC Tucson and Louisville City. So Elijah Winder with the start tonight in the midfield for Louisville City will bring you the entire starting lineup for both sides Here in a few minutes' time. Again, kickoff coming up a little bit after 8.30. It's Louisville City on the road this evening at FC Tulsa. We're bringing you tonight's broadcast from the official Louisville City Watch Party, which is coming from World of Beer off of Brownsboro Road. So do stick with us. It should be a fun night, an entertaining night, if not a challenging night for Louisville City FC. All of the action coming forward here on ESPN Louisville.
5: From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school, At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way.
6: With a Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump. For the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons. For the win. The Kroger Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply.
2: Hey, I'm a coroner. It can be a tough job, but you know what makes it even tougher? Seeing people senselessly die because they didn't bother to use their seatbelts or senselessly die because they got distracted by their phone. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Because by
7: the time I see you, it's too late.
1: Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety.
7: A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats, such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include wing Wednesdays, trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue.
0: You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey
3: Whitfield. Tonight's game will be played at one OK field in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's home of the Tulsa Drillers of the Texas League in double-A baseball. But it's also home of FC Tulsa, who hosts Louisville City FC tonight in USL Championship play. It's an FC Tulsa team that has been in flux for the last month and a half or so, dating back to mid-June. They fired their coach, coach Michael Ensian. He's a Tulsa native who had played for the club and coached it. He got fired on June 17th. In stepped Donovan Ricketts, a goalkeeper by trade during his playing career, both in England and in the United States, notably with the Los Angeles Galaxy, where he won an MLS Cup. The 45-year-old, his first season as a head coach, the Jamaican, since he's taken over on six on June 17th, they've won six games, they've lost six games, and they've tied just one game. And they've won three of five entering play tonight, and I mentioned a team in flux. They've also made a number of transactions since Donovan Ricketts took over, five of them, in fact, since June 22nd, and a couple of those players that have been brought in are starting in tonight's lineup. But all of that is to not say that this isn't a dangerous team. It very much is that will face Louisville City tonight. Numerous players on the field with talent, numerous players in good goal-scoring uh, goal form, none the least, Dario Suarez, the 30-year-old Cuban who has scored in three straight games, six goals on the season, but three straight games with a goal for Suarez entering play tonight. Louisville City's going to have their hands full. Again, this is a team... With their backs against the wall, they need this game. If they want to extend their season and try and creep their way into the playoffs, currently down nine points from that last playoff spot, it's a team that needs to win tonight, and they're going to come out flying, I would have to think, at home in front of their fans.
4: Oh, definitely. It's a must-win for them, and they need the points. And they're seeing this as a perfect opportunity to have the number one team come in. They're going to be extremely hyped. The number one team's come coming to their house, to their field, in front of their fans. It's the perfect opportunity to kind of flip the script on their season, get this massive win that can project them forward into the final few matches of the season. And remember last year when we played Tulsa Multiple times at their field how much we hated their field we know what a baseball field is like playing on it doesn't suit our style of play at all and so it's going to be a tough match for blue city stylistically but then it's also going to be a battle tulsa is going to be more used to playing on that type of pitch they're going to be more comfortable at home they're going to have the fans behind them they have that motivation of getting the points so they kind of have a lot of momentum going for them in the match tonight
3: you mentioned the home field advantage. It certainly is that for Tulsa. They are 8-4-2 and two on the season at home as compared to 2-10-2 away from home. So they are a decidedly different team at one okay field than they are. Uh, nearly anywhere else that they've played this season in the USL. And as you mentioned, Casey, it is a baseball field. The infield turf is an issue, as we see across the league, as we've seen with Louisville City down the years at Louisville Slugger Field years ago. So that will certainly play a factor in tonight's game and be something to watch out for. Again, kickoff coming up in a matter of minutes, just a little bit past 8.30. Right before kickoff, we'll get you the starting lineups for both teams. But before we do that, and when we return from this break, Casey will have her keys to the game tonight, so stick around for that. Just a little bit more time to go before kickoff this evening. We're bringing you the broadcast tonight from World of Beer off of Brownsboro Road. It's the official Louisville City watch party. A few fans trickling in on a Wednesday night. It's going to have some kind of atmosphere. We can at least say that, so it'll be a fun night for us here at World of Beer. Again, the kickoff a little bit past 8.30. We'll have it for you here on ESPN Louisville.
8: Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota Camry. It's built in the USA. Camry's got style and innovation. It's America's best-selling car. The electrified Camry Hybrid has a driving range over 600 miles. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 52 mpg, Camry Hybrid could save you thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Toyota. Let's go
9: places. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities. Open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com.
10: At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky.
7: At
2: UofL Health Urgent Care Plus, the plus makes all the difference. You get convenient, world-renowned care that's backed by a network of academic expertise. Less wait time, plus more advanced technology. Compassionate care, plus no appointment necessary. It all adds up to a smart choice for the best care close by. So don't put your health on hold. That's the power of you. Visit UofLHealth.org.
0: You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield.
3: Louisville City on the road tonight at Tulsa FC. Tulsa hosting the boys in purple at One Ok Field in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's part of the reason for our 8:30 kickoff time this evening. Kickoff just a few minutes away, and Casey Whitfield, who is alongside me, Jeff Milby, has her keys to the game tonight. So
4: tonight, Lou City has to be aggressive in the final third. We have to continue to have that aggressive goal-scoring mentality when we get in the final third. So we move the ball quickly and move off the ball, we're able to open up better passing lanes and more opportunities in the final third. So we have to make sure that we're aggressive when we get those opportunities so we can score some goals tonight. Next is strong team defense. We play our best defense when we defend as a team. So we have to make sure that we're getting set in our shape and committing to the game plan defensively so we can keep Tulsa from getting in behind and keep them from finding the back of the net. Then finally, focus on the task at hand. We have to make sure we aren't looking at the big picture too much and we're still focusing one game at a time. Even though we've clinched the playoffs, we can't take our foot off the gas. We have to make sure that we're continuing to c- take care of business so we can accomplish our next goal of becoming regular season champs.
3: Yeah, you heard it from Casey just now. That's the goal for Louisville City. The playoff place has been clinched, but first place in the Eastern Conference and the regular season title have not. That's what's left to play for for Louisville City over these final eight games, seven games of the season, in fact, now. Tulsa is the opponent tonight. Kickoff is coming up in just a minute. We'll take this final break when we return. Starting lineups and the start of the action, it's FC Tulsa hosting Louisville City FC tonight, and we've got it
1: for you here on ESPN Louisville. As a sponsor of Louisville City FC, LG&E is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudiest, loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not... <coughs> And when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At lg our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more
11: at lge-ku.com. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football. He loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs. He puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt, neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds
1: through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety.
7: A Germantown gem Four Pegs is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. Lou City FC and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city. Lancaster firing a
1: shot from very far out and knuckled it
7: in! Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium, open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com.
0: You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby
3: and Casey Whitfield. Tonight's starting lineups are presented by Craft House Pizza. Louisville City FC on the road at FC Tulsa in Oklahoma. We will begin with the hosts. Austin Wormell is the goalkeeper, the Tulsa native, Making his 17th start of the season, he uh, boasts a league-best save percentage of 77.8%. The back line in front of him, it is the former New York Red Bull and Indy 11 player Noah Powder along the left. Adrian... uh, Dipe at center back, Bradley Bourgeois. The captain tonight is paired with him. And then Sean McFarlane, the Jamaican, is the right back in the midfield. In the defensive midfield, to be specific, it's Eric Bird and Kimbo Kibato. The attacking midfield from left to right, it is Machuca, also known by his full name, Marlon Ramirez, but better known by Machuca along the left. Marcus Epps making his fifth appearance for Tulsa, since joining the team mid-season, along the right and down the middle, it is Rodrigo de Costa, and they will play in support of the red-hot Cuban Dario Suarez. Six goals for Suarez. He scored in three consecutive games, and as we mentioned pre-game, the head coach, on an interim basis, is the former MLS great goalkeeper Donovan Ricketts tonight for FC Tulsa, Louisville City FC. Several changes in this team again playing their fourth game in the last two weeks and their fourth road game out of their last five games in total. It's Kyle Morton making his 10th straight start since returning from injury in goal along the back line. Here's a couple of changes for you. Oscar Jimenez and Ian Soler, and then two regulars, Sean Tosh and Manny Perez. Tosh, by the way, with his eight goals this season, tied for the best mark in USL history in terms of goal scoring by any defender. In the midfield, it is Tyler Gibson and Corbin Bone, the captain, along with Elijah Winder, the 19-year-old, who is making his first professional start with Louisville City tonight. And Napo Matsoso will likely line up as a winger in tonight's game. In the attack, it is Enoch Mushagalusa and Wilson Harris, who has now scored 11 goals after scoring the first goal of last week's win over Sacramento for Louisville City. They are, of course, coached by Danny Cruz. And Lou City is underway in Oklahoma against FC Tulsa. The boys in purple moving from right to left in this first half, wearing their white road uniforms with purple vertical stripes, black numerals, and lettering. FC Tulsa wearing all black tonight from head to toe with gold numerals and lettering. And right off the bat, 20 seconds into the game, it's a foul against Louisville City and a free kick. For FC Tulsa in their attacking half, Suarez will take that free kick. He'll send it into the box from right to left to the far side. It's knocked out, and it'll be a throw here to Tulsa on the far side, their left, that Bradley Bourgeois will take. A minute 20 into the game, no score. Tulsa in possession along the back line. It's Noah Powder, and Powder plays it all the way back. I beg your pardon, that was for FC Tulsa. I believe it was. Played it all the way back to the goalkeeper, Austin Warmel. Warmel sends it long. Tulsa in the attacking half now. In the middle of the field. Eric Byrd outside of the center circle. A long diagonal down the near sideline. To chase there for Tulsa. Might have been Rodrigo da Costa. It's out for a corner in any event. So Tulsa wins the first corner of tonight's game. It comes two minutes in, and it'll come for Tulsa on the near side. They're right. So Louisville City with some quick and early defending to do here, Casey. Well,
4: and I think we're going to see a lot of defending from Lou City in this first half, and it's because of the way the field's going to play. Lou City is defending the outfield of the baseball portion of the field and is attacking in the infield. We know that normally when they attack, the infield first, it's a little bit less possession in the final third, and so you're going to imagine them to be sitting more in their defensive half.
3: The corner was from the near side. The right, it was an outswinger off the right foot of Sean McFarlane. The header on the end of the corner kick was weakly hit, high up into the air, and caught by Kyle Morton, but a foul went against FC Tulsa anyway, so it results in a 5th-3rd free kick to Lou City, which they take inside their defensive penalty area. It's now with the left-back Oscar Jimenez, and Jimenez with a loose touch to give it away. Rodrigo DaCosta sliding over for Tulsa to win the ball for the hosts, and he wins a throw. DaCosta takes the throw into the box here to Marcus Epps, back out to DaCosta on the near sideline deep in the corner. And then cleared away off of his feet by a Louisville City defender. It's out for another Tulsa throw on the near side. The right for them in their attacking half. McFarlane will take it. He sends it into the box. Headed goalward by Sean Tosh. Actually, Ian Soler, I'm sorry. With that defensive header. And an alert Kyle Morton was able to spring off of his feet to catch it and save what might have been an own goal as Solaire tried that little back pass back to the goalkeeper. It looked pretty dangerous to me, Casey. Yeah,
4: I was say a little nerve-wracking there. Luckily, Kyle Morton was engaged and focused in what was going on, and so he was able to get on the end of that, but very shaky from Ian Solaire already on the back line. A few shaky moments for Lou City.
3: Lucidity trying to come forward after Morton caught that ball but they're unable to connect too many passes together and in the attack right away again is Tulsa ball over the top from Rodrigo De Costa into the penalty area for Marcus Epps to chase but it's overhit and caught by Kyle Morton on the bounce he rolls it forward does Morton 4 minutes gone by no score in Tulsa Lucidity in possession on the far side of the right it is Manny Perez Back onto the inside right, Tyler Gibson. He swings it to the inside left now with Ian Soler. Still in the Louisville City half. The left back Oscar Jimenez now back to Soler playing as left center back tonight. He swings it across to his right center back, center back mate, Sean Tosh. Across midfield now on the far sideline is Manny Perez, but he can't keep it in play. And it's out for a Tulsa throw on the far side. there, left in their defensive half. Dario Suarez will take it. It's in the midfield now with Eric Bird. Bird nearly lost out in possession, but it's back to him now. Tries to play it through to Marcus Epps, and it's intercepted in the Louisville half by Oscar Jimenez.
4: And Lou City wanting to play the ball wide, wanting to swing it on the back line, but they have to remember this field is not going to be as wide as Lynn Family Stadium. And so, yes, they want to move the ball wide, but they also need to make sure they have a little bit more movement in the middle of the field so they can play a pass to the middle of the field to collapse the Tulsa defense. That's going to open up the width a little bit more for them.
3: Otherwise, aside from the field conditions, which are always challenging in a baseball stadium, it is comfortable conditions in Oklahoma. 77 degrees in Tulsa for this game as Louisville City heaves the ball over the top toward Wilson Harris, and it's hooked away by one of the center backs that looked like Adrian DePay. And it is going to be a throw to Hulu City on the near side, their left. Oscar Jimenez, the left back, takes it, plays it all the way backward to the back line with Ian Solaire at midfield, DisPay, Doing the defensive work for Tulsa there. The near sideline now for Louisville. It is Musha Galusa. Back along the back line, Ian Solaire in the Louisville half. Toward the edge of the center circle now with Sean Tosh. Tosh high in the air, a long ball down the middle for Wilson Harris. Headed away by Dispay once again, but picked up the midfield by Napo Matsoso in the attacking half. It's knocked away from Manny Perez. Back to Matt Soso in the midfield now. Tyler Gibson for Louisville as they knock the ball around in possession. It's Soler. He crosses midfield into the attack on the near sideline. Mushagalusa dribbling toward the penalty area on his left foot. Cuts it back to his right. around one defender. Still Mushagalusa in possession. Does really well to see off that challenge. He holds up the ball on the near sideline under pressure. Finally gets the ball off of his feet but gives it right away to Marcus Epps of Tulsa. And Tulsa trying to come forward and they draw a foul. Rodrigo de Costa sent to the ground. A foul against Louisville City and a free kick here to Tulsa on the inside right on their defensive half.
4: Mushigalusa does such a good job to keep the ball there, but he has to have a little bit more support from his teammates. He's got two defenders on him, and, yes, his teammates are trying to show for him that they're kind of just standing and holding their arm out. They need to see if they can create a better passing lane, so that way it's a cleaner pass for Mushigalusa, especially after all the work he's done trying to keep possession there.
3: Noah Powder in possession at left back for Tulsa. At the midfield stripe, he had two players in white shirts for Louisville City for company. And one of those players, I believe Matsoso, kicked it off of the feet of Powder. So it's out for a Tulsa throw. Powder in possession once again. And Matsoso once again with pressure. This time, though, he nearly won a throw for his team. But the far side assistant referee raises his flag and awards the throw here to Tulsa. It'll come on the far side. The Tulsa left in their defensive half. Our referee tonight... Sergey Diamanchuk will command the game between Tulsa and Louisville City. Seven and a half minutes gone, no score in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Lou City looking to make it two consecutive wins after they defeated Sacramento 3-1 to at Lynn Family Stadium over the weekend. Ball up ricochets out of play on the near sideline now. It's a Lou City throw this time in their attacking half just outside of the penalty area for Tulsa. The left back Jimenez will take it for Louisville. He throws it backward to the left center, back Solaire in the Louisville defensive half, and now on the edge of the center circle is Tosh. Again, Sean Tosh, eight goals scored for him this season. That ties him with two other players, Aiden McFannin of Atlanta United 2, who scored eight goals last season, and Bruno Perrone of the Wilmington Hammerheads, who scored eight goals as a defender in 2016. Those are the all-time goal-scoring leaders for defenders in USL history. Lucidi with nearly a chance, but the goalkeeper, Wormel, able to see away the chance for Louisville City. It was nearly a dangerous giveaway at the back there, Casey, for Tulsa.
4: Yeah, but it comes from really great pressure from Wilson Harris. He does what he do- does best, and that was applying pressure and kind of picking the pocket of the defender. He tapped it around the goalkeeper, but the but Warmel did a really good job of shielding him and not allowing him to get around him. It's just unfortunate that there wasn't a second attacking player up there with Harris to be able to get on the end of that.
3: Lu City looking bright early. Eight and a half minutes in. They've got the ball into the penalty area toward the near post. Finally cleared away by Tulsa. And that clearance goes past the far sideline. It'll be a throw to Lu City in their attacking half near their attacking final third. Nearly nine minutes gone by, and the last minute or so has really favored Lou City. They have knocked the ball around in the attacking end and generated that half chance and maybe trying to generate another one here. As Manny Perez slides in in the midfield to try and keep the ball alive after the throw came in, but Tulsa wins possession. Possession. It's on the near sideline with McFarlane. He's forced to just clear it upfield, headed back his direction by Ian Solaire. It's in the Tulsa half. Bird into the middle now to Kimbo Kibato, and Kibato knocked over from behind, tripped up from behind, and it's going to be a foul against Lou City and a free kick here to Tulsa in the middle of the field in their defensive half.
4: It's the pressure from Lou City that's allowing them to turn Tulsa over in really good areas on the field, and that's what's leading to these strong attacks and good possession for Lou City. They're forcing Tulsa into uncomfortable situations, and it's forcing Tulsa to have to play a little bit more frantically than what they want to play.
3: Kimbo Kibato, the player that drew the foul, a 21-year-old from Toronto in Canada. The free kick taken by Tulsa now. They knock it around the back in their defensive half. The City pressing forward, Elijah Winder, the furthest forward. The player making his first start for Lou City tonight after making two starts on loan early, earlier in the year at FC Tucson. But he can't find the ball exactly, but his pressure does a good job here of forcing a long ball from Tulsa. But on the end of it for Tulsa is Machuca. The left-sided attacking midfielder out just outside of the Louisville box. He plays it to Bird. Bird over the top to DaCosta. DaCosta puts it into the back of the net. Lou City claiming offside, but the flag hasn't come, and this goal will stand. Rodrigo da Costa for Tulsa puts the hosts in front of Louisville City ten and a half minutes into this game. Just the start that Danny Cruz in Louisville City would not have wanted to this difficult game on the road. Rodrigo De Costa on the score sheet and Tulsa in front Casey.
4: And it's not the way that she wanted to start, but it's really good movement from De Costa and he's able to slip in between the two center backs of Blue City. It's a nice ball in. He settles it nicely and nobody is there marking him. I understand maybe they think he was offsides, but you have to play the whistle, and you have to make sure that you're tracking your runners. You cannot leave a player like DaCosta wide open in the middle of the pitch, especially inside your 18, and so a little bit of an unfortunate start for Lucity and an unfortunate error on the back line, but now Lucity has to dig themselves out of a little bit of a hole to get back in this one.
3: Of course, no video review in the USL. It looked close from live action on the... the broadcast view that we had here DaCosta looked maybe a foot offside lou city certainly wanted that call but they didn't get it and so Decosta, capably and in a wide open way behind the back line scored his eighth goal of the season leading goal scorer for tulsa uh, on the year puts them in front here 12 minutes in it's fc tulsa one lou city nothing again lou city on the road For the fourth time in their last five games, it's their fourth game in the last two weeks in total. You'd have to imagine some tired minds out there as well as tired bodies because of this heavy stretch of games for Louisville City. But that's certainly about the worst start they could have hoped to have seen going down a goal Early in the first half, it is in Tulsa's half. Lu City trying to come back and generate something out of their pressure. They force a throw on the far side, the Tulsa left. Noah Powder, the left back, will take it. He sends it up toward midfield, toward Machuca, but Machuca unable to get there. The first player to it is Ian Soler. He touches it to Oscar Jimenez, the left back tonight for Lu City. Jimenez back to Soler. They're in the Louisville City half. Solaire across to his center back mate, Sean Tosh. The right center back. He will dribble forward across midfield. Plays it forward on the ground to Napo Matsoso. Matsoso into the middle to Gibson. Gibson back to Matsoso, who's drifting away from the attacking end. He's in the center circle. Plays it across the center circle to Soler. Solaire, a ball on the ground to the near sideline. Moussa All 11 players back behind the ball right now for Tulsa. Moussa to Soler. Solaire into the center circle to Sh- Tosh as they move from left to right now on their formation on the far sideline the right back Perez a ball through on the ground toward I believe Elijah Winder who had made a run forward but he's beaten to the ball and then a challenge in midfield on a second ball by Matt Soso nearly wins it back now it does Winder picks up a loose ball puts a cross into the box it's deflected by the first defender and behind it will be a Louisville City corner kick so a vi fi corner coming up to the boys in purple who are down a goal here. It comes 13 and a half minutes in, and it will come from the far side, the loose City right.
4: And again, it's really good pressure from loose City that forces that turnover that allows Winder to be able to get across for a nice deflection. Oscar Jimenez has a big task ahead of him because just like at Slugger Field, as we remember, there's not a lot of space in the corner kick to be able to get a proper run-up.
3: The Wi-Fi corner will be an in-swinger off the left foot of Jimenez. Here it comes into the six-yard box, and it just skims off the top of the crossbar on the header from Sean Tosh, of all people. He continues to try and keep his goal-scoring form going. Tosh, who scored last week from a corner kick, this time the target on this corner kick. He was open. He got his head to it, put it on target, but just off the top of the crossbar, just nicked that crossbar, couldn't get it on frame
4: and he's the player that you want on the end of that corner kick, it was a beautifully taken corner by Oscar Jimenez. He was able to find the head of Sean Tosh perfectly. Tosh just couldn't get over the ball enough to be able to put it down on frame. It just skimmed over the crossbar. A little bit unfortunate there.
3: So 14 and a half minutes now ticking upward on the clock. And the referee is given a foul here against Louisville City after that corner kick. So it's going to be a free kick to Tulsa. About 35 yards from goal on their inside left in their defensive half. It's sent long by the left-back Noah Powder and won by Louisville City. Musha Galusa brings it forward across midfield. Tried to play it forward to Wilson Harris down the middle, but it was behind Harris who had made a run checking back toward Musha Galusa. And so it rolls into the arms of Austin Warmel, the goalkeeper. For FC
7: Tulsa.
4: And just not on the same page there. Harris was checking back for the ball at his feet. And Galusa was trying to release him to space. They have to do a better job of either communicating that out loud. Or reading the body language of the, p- of the player.
3: Here comes Marcus Epps for Tulsa. Who collected a loose ball. Down the middle on the inside right. He plays it now to the near sideline. McFarlane he's open. McFarlane on the end line. Cuts it back onto his left foot. Still McFarlane defended there by Tyler Gibson who does a great job does Gibson he forces McFarland to play the ball out off of him and so it'll be a corner kick here to Tulsa from the near side their right good defending there from Gibson but he does concede the corner kick.
4: Very good patient defending from Gibson. But, yes, he he forces the corner kick, but he doesn't allow Tulsa to be able to get a cross in when maybe they're not as organized in the box, at least on the corner kick. Lucid, will be able to get set in a defensive shape.
3: Here comes the corner from Tulsa. It's an outswinger off the foot of McFarlane, headed towards goal, but it's a comfortable save in the end for Kyle Morton, a weekly hit header from the Tulsa player who was drifting away from goal. Bradley Bourgeois had the header on target, but a comfortable save for kyle morton
4: yeah it wasn't the best ball in it was a little bit too far back to really be dangerous because when it's away from the goal like that it's going to take a whole lot of power to have to get it on frame and that makes it really difficult on the attacking player
3: after the restart though after morton put it back in play tulsa charging forward once again this time dario suarez coming from the far side dribbling from midfield just about against sean tosh But the ball goes out. Last touch by Suarez. A goal kick to Lu City. They take that goal kick quickly. 17 minutes nearly now gone by. Tulsa in front, thanks to their leading goal scorer, Rodrigo de Costa, who scored about 10 minutes into this game. It's one to nothing in favor of them over Lou City. A long ball from Lou City's perspective. Down the near sideline for Oscar Jimenez, the left back to chase. He's beaten to it by McFarlane. Sean McFarlane, the Jamaican, though, clears it upfield into the middle, where it's quickly won by Lou City. The ball now at the feet of Mushigalusa. Outside of the box. Whips in across with his left foot, deflected high into the air. Jimenez coming forward with a header against McFarlane but it was an illegal maneuver by Jimenez as he crashed into McFarland. It's a foul against Jimenez and a free kick here to Tulsa, just on the edge of their defensive penalty area.
4: And Tulsa is doing a very good job of drawing these fouls. They're positioning their bodies really nicely on the ball, so that way they're forcing Lucidity to have to come in a bit reckless to earn the foul, but Lucidity just needs to kind of settle into this one, not force it too much right now. Instead of trying to push it forward going too much, see if you can work it around the back. See if you can build through the midfield. Do the little things that you do really well so you can build up your confidence and generate a little bit more solid attack.
3: Goal kick taken by the Tulsa native, Austin Warmel for Tulsa. He just sends it long into the Louisville penalty area where it's sent back to the goalkeeper, Kyle Morton. Now the two teams jostling for possession and maybe a chance to break for loose City. Here comes Wilson Harris into the attack down the middle on his right foot, through to Elijah Winder, but Bradley Bourgeois. Got in front of Winder between him and the ball and allowed his goalkeeper, Warmel to come out and collect it. Good defending there from Bourgeois, but nearly a chance for Lou City. Harris trying to link up with the youngster, Elijah Winder.
4: I'll say I love the link up play between Harris and Winder there. A little combination play. That's exactly what you want between your player that's playing the number nine, that center forward, and your player that's playing the attacking mid, is that running off of each other. Really good defending, though, from Bourgeois. And Wormel doing a good job of coming off of his line quickly and aggressively.
3: Blue City looking for a tying goal. Cross into the box from Musha Galusa towards Wilson Harris, headed away by Bourgeois. Knocked back toward the penalty area by Tyler Gibson, but the flag up against Wilson Harris. Uh, from that ball into the box. So offside against Harris and a free kick here to Tulsa. 19 minutes gone by. Tulsa in front, one to nothing over Louisville City.
4: A little bit too aggressive there pushing the line. I like trying to get forward, trying to get in behind, but just have to be a little bit smarter there and make sure that you're paying attention to where the back line is so that way you're not giving Tulsa an easy way out.
3: Tulsa now coming forward. It is... They're attacking player Marlon Ramirez, better known as Machuca. He shows up this time on the near side, drops it back for Marcus Epps, making his sixth appearance of the season for Tulsa since joining them in June. He plays it all the way across the field to the far sideline, and now Tulsa will knock the ball around. A ball in the air now toward Epps to make a run toward the end line, but he's beaten to it by Oscar Jimenez. Jimenez, though, does concede a corner kick. So another corner here for Tulsa. This will come once again from the near side, their right. It is, by my count, the third corner kick that they've had in the early going here, nearly 20 minutes in.
4: And it, it, it hasn't been the cleanest game of soccer so far. Loose City started out playing some really nice possession-style soccer, but since the goal, Lou City hasn't been able to be on the ball as much, hasn't been able to get into their rhythm, and that's because Tulsa has really been trying to slow the game down at every opportunity that they get.
3: It is the third corner for Tulsa. It'll be an outswinger off the right foot of the Jamaican right back, Sean McFarlane. He raises both arms in the air and now approaches the ball. Here it comes. High in the air toward the back post over everyone's head. Still loose in the penalty area, though. Picked up now by Marcus Epps. Closely defended. Epps, a loose touch, a heavy touch. Showed way too much of it to Sean Tosh. And Tosh elects for safety. Just clears it past the far sideline. It's a throw to Tulsa here on the far side there left. Still in the Louisville City half and still in the attacking end from Tulsa's perspective.
4: And I think a good decision there from Shantosh just to clear it out. Sometimes when you have those bouncing balls, anything can happen with it. So it's best just to play it safe and clear it out.
3: Eric Bird in the center circle for Tulsa. Plays a long diagonal to the near sideline. McFarlane, who stayed well forward here. McFarlane, a couple of stepovers toward the end line. Tries to put in a cross. It's deflected on its way through once again by Oscar Jimenez. And it's out for another Tulsa corner kick once again from the near side. Their right, their fourth corner of the night. It comes 21 minutes in, and it comes with a one to nothing lead in favor of the hosts FC Tulsa over Louisville City FC.
4: Good patient defending there from Oscar Jimenez, though, to be able to stand him up, not allow a clean service to come in. But again, another corner kick, another set-piece opportunity, and another opportunity for Tulsa to slow this game down and kind of take away any sort of energy or rhythm that Lucidi is wanting to create.
3: This time they'll switch it up. It's Rodrigo Jacosta, and it's an in-swinging ball and a terrific delivery, but it bounces all the way through, just inches from goal inside the six-yard box. No one in a black shirt for Tulsa got a touch to it and Lou City is wiping their brows at that one. Certainly some nervy moments for Danny Cruz on the bench, but he's thankful to see that go past for a goal kick. A good service in from DaCosta there for Tulsa, but it does not result in a chance. Yeah,
4: I think every Lou City player is very thankful that that one completely threw, and I think every Tulsa player inside that box is kicking themselves for not getting on the end of it because it was a perfectly taken corner kick, and all it needed was just a deflection off of a player.
3: Close to 9 o'clock here in Louisville time, 22 minutes gone in Tulsa in this game, which we are bringing you from World of Beer on Brownsboro Road, the official Louisville City watch party tonight. We've seen a couple of Louisville City jerseys hanging out here in the bar area at World of Beer. Casey Whitfield alongside me, Jeff Milby. Tulsa takes over in possession in their defensive half here. It is Adrian Dizpay, the left center back, I beg your pardon, right center back, but he gives it away. Mushagalusa to Bone on the near side. Bone across the face of goal and cleared away by a defender for Tulsa. It just needed a touch toward the goal from the runner at the back post. I think it was Wilson Harris that made that run, but the defender got there first. It's out for a loose city throw on the near side. The left. Maybe the best chance of the game for Luce City so far right there.
4: A solid attack. Musha has the ball. He has two options. He can play Corbin Bone or Wilson Harris. He elects to go with Corbin Bone. Bone's able to get on the end of it and slip it across, but a really good defensive effort there from Tulsa.
3: Looked like it was Bradley Bourgeois along the back as we get a look at the replay here now. It was Bourgeois. A great ball on the ground in front of the goalkeeper. It got past the goalkeeper. The only player behind bourgeois was harris so if bourgeois didn't have that touch to clear it away harris would have had an easy tap in for his 12th goal of the year here comes lucidi in the attack once again elijah winder dribbling on the inside right just outside of the box by about four or five yards he's taken down by noah powder the left back for tulsa it's a foul and a fifth third free kick here for louisville city in a promising position toward the inside right from their perspective. This may be a chance to put a shot on frame, but a great job there drawing the foul by the youngster Elijah Winder again making his first Louisville City start tonight.
4: Winder doing a really good job so far on the first part of this first half of being involved in the attack. This sets up a great set-piece opportunity. I imagine this is going to be a service into the box, looking for probably Shantosh to be our main target inside that box.
3: Jimenez and Bones stand over it. It's going to be Jimenez, an outswinger off of his right foot toward the back post, headed away by Tulsa, behind. It'll be a corner kick to Lou City from the near side. There left a good service in from Jimenez, and Dispay did the job defensively for Tulsa to send it behind. And the Vi-Fi corner kick will come with 24 and a half minutes gone by in a 1-0 to nothing game in favor of Tulsa.
4: And a really good ball in. I just don't think that some of the loose City players made the hardest run that they should have. I think Soler could have maybe made a little bit harder run to get on the end of that. The ball was right in his path.
3: Here comes the Vi-Fi corner kick and in Swinger off the right foot of Jimenez. Making the run, I believe, was Manny Perez. It deflects off of him and then off of a defender. And they're going to say Perez actually ultimately had the last touch. It's going to be out for a goal kick as the effort was well wide of the goal and into the seats behind the goal to the left. Uh, As we view the field at one OK field, it's going to be a goal kick to FC Tulsa here after that corner kick for loose city
4: not really a threatening opportunity whatsoever for Lou city but i like that they're continuing to look to be aggressive in the attack looking to get bodies forward but also a great opportunity for us to give you a little halftime score update of the open cup that is going on Absolutely. remember sacramento republic who we just played is playing against orlando city in the finals it is is zero0 at halftime so far in that match
3: yeah again the US Open Cup final that that mid-season tournament open to every team in American soccer professional or amateur for that matter and no team outside of Major League Soccer has won it since 1999 but Sacramento of the USL the same league Louisville City plays in are in that final tonight down in Orlando Florida so we certainly have our eyes on that as do just about every fan of USL Championship soccer across the country. Everybody in the league rooting for Sacramento tonight, and you can certainly understand why. Again, no team has won that tournament since 1999 that wasn't a part of Major League Soccer. So Sacramento could make some history tonight. We'll keep our eyes on that. It's a throw to Tulsa on the near sideline at midfield. McFarland takes it to the back line, Bourgeois. Bourgeois to midfield to Powder. Powder across midfield down the far sideline, looking for Machuca. Intercepted there temporarily by Perez. He sends it out. It's going to be a throw to Tulsa in there. Attacking half on the far side Their left. Powder will take it into the middle of the field. And running onto it now is a Tulsa player. He'll have a hit, and it's over the bar. Just activity there from Tulsa to come onto the ball, I believe. In the end, it was Kimbo Kibato out of the midfield who was very quick to find the ball quicker than anybody else he was wide open in the penalty area but just lifted the ball over the bar couldn't put it on target and that is a chance wasted after that great effort by kibato there for
7: tulsa
4: yeah i think Kibato's going to be a little bit upset with that there but what a run from him it's because he sits a little bit deeper in the middle of the field that he's allowed to run through completely unmarked that is very poor defending from loose city they have to do a better job of communicating those runners but kibato really going to be upset at himself
3: again 27 minutes gone tulsa in front one to nothing rodrigo de costa the goal scorer but kimbo kibato the 21 year old canadian nearly doubling the advantage there it was on his left foot and just skied it just got under the ball a little bit too much didn't threaten kyle morton's goal but a. Really, I would say, Casey, a mistake by the Louisville defenders there. They weren't alert to the situation. They didn't see Kibato running behind them to take the ball away. And Kibato, the first to react, he picks up the loose ball and really should have had a goal for himself. Yeah,
4: it's another defensive error from Loose City, in my opinion. I don't think they are doing a good job of communicating the marks coming in, of watching those runners, and they're going to have to clean that up, or Tulsa could co- potentially get a few more.
3: Kibato once again for Tulsa coming forward. Tries to play a ball through toward Machuca, but it's overhit and rolls all the way to the goalkeeper, Kyle Morton. After play restarts, after Morton puts it back in play, it's cleared away by Tulsa past the far sideline. So it's a throw to Louisville City on the far side there right. In their defensive final third, Sean Tosh takes it, plays it back to Morton. Morton to the left center back, Ian Solaire. So Lair tonight for Louisville City making just his fifth start of the season in his 13th appearance. Here comes Musha Galusa who scored seven goals for Louisville across midfield on the inside left. Tries to play it through to Wilson Harris, but it's intercepted there by McFarlane of Tulsa. Tulsa now trying to play along their back, playing right into the hands of Louisville City's pressure though. And Louisville City forces a throw on the far side the Tulsa left, which Noah Powder, the left back, will take. But Louisville had numbers forward there on the counter press after they gave the ball up
4: just have to be a little bit sharper when they get in the final third. They have to understand that they need to focus more on the details when they get into the final third instead of trying to rush it a little bit. Because they're doing a good job of getting numbers up there, they have to make sure they take advantage of that situation.
3: 16 minutes to go in half number one in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa up 1-0 over Louisville City to this point in the game. Louisville, though, has had their chances, and they've had plenty of the ball. Possession just about 50-50. Louisville City, though, with a slight advantage. Musha Galusa from distance goes for goal, and it's over the bar and into the stands. Musha Galusa picked up his head after the ball was knocked down to him from Wilson Harris on a long ball forward, and he had time and space to pick out his shot. Connected to the ball with his right foot, trying to curl it into the top corner, but couldn't keep it under the bar. It's into the seats and out for a goal kick to Tulsa.
4: And that's not a bad look from Mushigalusa there. He's right in the middle of the pitch. He takes a touch. He recognizes that Wormel maybe is a little bit off of his line and tries to go for that back post bending shot. Just got underneath it a little bit too much, but I don't mind that look from Mushigalusa.
3: Tulsa coming forward after the goal kick. It is Machuka trying to get on the end of a battle for possession. But Louisville City cleans it up. They played all the way back to the goalkeeper, Kyle Morton. Morton, a long ball forward down the middle. Uh, Diz pay with a errant touch, but he doesn't have to pay for it as Louisville City couldn't find the ball. It is now with Bourgeois, the left center back. He plays a long diagonal from left to right to Marcus Epps. Marcus Epps deep in the corner in the attacking end. Plays across into the Louisville penalty area with the goalkeeper, Kyle Morton, for Louisville off of his line to collect the ball. Quickly out. With distribution is Morton to the far side. To Manny Perez, the right back into the middle now. It is Corbin Bone. Bone through the middle to Tyler Gibson, but intercepted on a good backward defensive recovery run by Kimbo Kibato for Tulsa. And now Tulsa plays all the way back to the goalkeeper, Austin Wormel. Wormel clears it long past midfield into the Louisville half. Only one player up there for Tulsa trying to chase the ball. It was Machuca. He commits a foul, and it's a fifth-third free kick to Lu City in their defensive half which they play quickly and they knock around the back here.
4: Tulsa doing a, is having a really hard time though of building out of the back and possessing the ball with the pressure of Lucity. City is kind of swarming them anytime they get the ball and they're cutting off the passing lane. So City has to continue to do this, make it difficult for Tulsa so they're able to turn them over and Better positions on the field.
3: Lou City trying to come forward on the attack. It's Wilson Harris across into the box. A shot on frame. Saved by Wormell. It droll it's rolling to the far pole. Still in play. Still loose in the box. It's Matt Soso. Musha Galusa trying to cut it onto his left foot. Finally cleared away. Outside of the box, Tyler Gibson. He winds up. The shot is deflected. Another effort from Harris. It's deflected. It's behind. It's gonna be a corner kick for loose City. Ping pong. Helter-Skelter pinball soccer in the Tulsa penalty area there. And Louisville City with maybe three chances ultimately to try and find the tying goal. They will have the corner kick after this pause in play, which will come as the result of an injury to Adrian Dispay, who looked to get the worst of that last shot by Harris. He threw his body in front of it, and he pays the price here. He's down on the turf.
4: What a solid effort there, though, from Lou City. Three great opportunities. It starts with a really nice ball in from Winder there to find Wilson Harris. It's off the post, I think, or Warmel's able to save it, and Harris follows up on it, and they swing the ball back around, and it falls to Corbin Bone, who's... Farther out, takes a shot. It deflects over to Winder, and Winder has what he thinks is a wide open shot. But it's a really great last ditch effort there. And uh, yeah, he definitely uh, paid the price on that one, and is uh, not feeling too great at the moment.
3: Yeah, you you correctly call that. It. it was Elijah Winder who scored his first professional goal last week. Looking to make it two goals in two games for the youngster. He thought he had a great opportunity, an open shot on goal, but Adrian Dizpey for Tulsa, the 28-year-old from Havana in Cuba, threw his body in front of it to deflect the ball behind for a goal kick, and he took the brunt of that ball. He's still down on the ground on all fours with his head in the turf. The training staff for Tulsa is on to give him some treatment here. Maybe just got the wind knocked out of him. Wouldn't want to speculate necessarily, but the way that happened, it uh, it looks like maybe that is the case as he pounds the turf a little bit out of frustration here. It's going to be a corner kick to Loose City when play does resume as Dispay finally rises to his feet.
4: Yeah, it was a really great defensive effort from him. But- how about Elijah Winder, though, positioning himself again? He starts that attack. He's the one that has the cross. Then he works his way back on side and is able to then get himself in a really solid position for that second chance. I've, I've been very, very impressed with him in this first half and just how well he does positioning himself it, himself in a position where he's going to find the ball. He's going to be successful. He's going to be able to contribute to the attack.
3: 11 minutes to go in the first half. Here comes a Wi-Fi corner for Louisville City. Oscar Jimenez is standing over it. This time he'll send it in with his right foot on an end swinging ball. He raises his arm to the air and here's his approach and his corner kick. It's to the top of the six-yard box. A spinning header is toward goal, and then the second runner deflects it in. Louisville City has tied it 34 minutes gone it's enoch musha galusa who takes the acclaim for louisville city on the corner kick he puts it in the back of the net and now they may just have waved it off no in fact it is going to stand it's a goal for louisville city musha galusa the goal scorer and it makes it all even at one apiece between louisville city and fc tulsa
4: and it's a good ball in from oscar jimenez it looks like it's almost Two different players that are going for it, but I think it's the Tulsa player who ends up making contact with it, and it falls right to Mushigalusa. Mushigalusa does a really good job of staying composed inside that six-yard box and slotting that one in the back of the net. It's a very good finish from Mushigalusa, and what you think City deserves after how they've been playing so far in this first half.
3: Mushigalusa's eighth goal of the season that ties him with his output last year for Sporting Kansas City too. So back-to-back seasons for Musha Galusa in which he has scored eight goals in USL play. That goal presented by the Kentucky Lottery Fueling Imagination Funding Education Kentucky Lottery. So Rodrigo da Costa strikes for Tulsa ten minutes into the game and then about 25 minutes later Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa on the doorstep inside the six-yard box, picks up the loose ball, turns and puts it in the back of the net to tie the game for Louisville City. And after a terrible start, they have been able to claw themselves back into the game, the boys in purple. 36 minutes gone. It's all even at one between Tulsa and Louisville City. And Lou City looking to add a second in quick succession. In the center circle, it's Soler. On the ground, into the middle, to Corbin Bone. Backwards to the right, center back. Sean Tosh at the midfield stripe. Tries to clip it to the far side to Manny Perez. It's deflected. Back to Tosh. Trying to keep it in play for Louisville City was, I believe, Elijah Winder there. And it's deflected off of his feet out for a Louisville throw. They take it quickly. Tosh on the far side, the right, to Soler. Now Oscar Jimenez, the left back. They're in the Louisville half. Back to Soler in the middle of the field. Now to the inside right with Tosh. Ten yards from midfield. A long ball just clipped into the air toward Wilson Harris. Headed away by a defender for Tulsa. Winder coming forward to challenge forward. It's picked up in the midfield by Gibson. Bone touches it to the far side to Benny Perez. They're in the Tulsa half now bone back into the center circle to Ian Soler. he comes forward 15 yards past midfield in the middle Solaire to Winder Winder trying to give it back to Solair. hit his pass but recovered to keep the ball alive Matt Soso to the far sideline uh, cutting in is Manny Perez sliding into the midfield to try and take it away as Dario Suarez attracts track back to win the ball for Tulsa and now Tulsa will clear with Noah Powder, to the left back
4: and Blue City with a great response to having some major errors defensively. They've been able to fight their way back into this one, and then I think they look like the better team from the goal. They look like they're moving the ball. They're looking to get numbers in. Just a little, again, sloppy in the final third when it comes to connecting some passes, but that comes with also working on two different playing surfaces in their final third. So you got to imagine in the second half, if they continue to play the way that they're going to play, it's going to be a cleaner possession in the final third for them.
3: It's Tyler Gibson in the middle of the field, 25 yards from goal. He winds up, and he takes a hit, but it's trailing away from the left post from his perspective, and it's out for a goal kick to Austin Wormel of Tulsa. Tyler Gibson eyes for goal for the second time tonight. He's not scored one in nearly three years, over three years, in fact, dating back to March 15th of 2019, but he's had a couple hits from distance tonight. That one's certainly one you can understand, as no one picked him up about... 20 yards from goal 38 minutes gone it's all even at one apiece between louisville and tulsa seven minutes to go plus stoppage time in this first half well
4: yeah i definitely think tyler gibson has to have a go there i mean if he's gonna he hasn't scored for a while so teams usually aren't going to step to him because he's not a a threat really offensively and so when you're that far out why not step up and have a go at it and show yeah i can i can shoot the ball too
3: Louisville City coming forward now on the near side. The left is Oscar Jimenez. He plays it in the air all the way across the field to the far sideline to Matt Nepo, Matsoso. Soso. keeps it in play. In fact, he only wins a throw. So Matsoso throws it in. Two teams jostling for possession. The ball just knocked around back and forth. Matsoso wins the ball after a good tackle to Gibson all the way back now to Manny Perez. In the center circle, it's now Ian Soler. Soler swings it to the near side. The left with Moussa Galusa. Ten yards past midfield. Moushigalusa dribbles infield a bit, then plays it backward to Soler In the Louisville half, across the center circle now, Tosh. Tosh dribbles around an oncoming attacker for Tulsa into the attacking half. Plays it through for Elijah Winder in the penalty area. Winder chasing the ball but seen away from it by Bradley Bourgeois, who had Winder on his back. And Bourgeois lets the ball roll out for a Tulsa goal kick with six minutes to go plus stoppage time here.
4: I love the movement off the ball by Elijah Winder there to get in behind. I like the look from Shantosh having the vision to be able to play it through about three or four lines of defense there for Tulsa it's just really tough to play that type of pass on a short field because you need to make sure that you give your attacking player enough space to be able to run onto it so when it's a short field typically that ball is going to roll out of bounds but I like the vision that both of those players have on the ball
3: the goal kick sent long by Warmel to Machuca the attacking player for FC Tulsa the 27 year old Honduran and Machuca draws a foul So it's a free kick here to Tulsa in their attacking half, the Louisville defensive half, maybe 10 or 15 yards past midfield on the inside right from Tulsa's perspective. Five minutes to go in the first half. Lou City now with a really resounding advantage in possession 61 percent of possession in favor of City. they generated seven shots two of them on target four shots two on target for tulsa the free kick sent into the penalty area knocked behind a runner was there on the end line for tulsa but he couldn't control it. it looks like it was machuca on the end of it machuca diving forward with his feet trying to hook it back toward goal couldn't put it on frame it's out behind and it's a kyle morton goal kick for louisville city
4: and again i think lucity a little fortunate there because lucity is the one that flicked the ball on there to the tulsa player and trying to do a clearing header you have to make sure that you clear that ball if that's if you're going to go for it you have to make sure that you get it 100 percent because that could have easily been a shot on target
3: in is rodrigo da costa after a ball that was deflected back by louisville city but they will raise the flag this time so DaCosta offside, he would have been in on goal there for Tulsa had the flag not been raised. But it was raised, so it's a fifth-third free kick to Lou City. They take along their back here. It's the left center back, Ian Soler, the Spaniard and European journeyman in his first season with Louisville City. Into the middle now, Corbin Bone. He plays it to the right side, the right center back, Sean Tosh. Tosh dribbles 30 yards to midfield where he runs into a couple of black shirts. Gives up the ball. It's now on the right side with Napo Matsoso and Matsoso gives it away. Here comes Machuka for Tulsa on the far side of the penalty area. Into the box now. Defended by Tosh. He goes for a goal right at the near post. Knocked down by Kyle Morton. Finally cleared away by Napo Matsoso for Louisville City. That clearance up toward midfield where it's won by the boys in purple. Here comes Corbin Bone. Maybe a chance to counter. Through to Wilson Harris on the inside left down the middle and Harris couldn't collect the ball clean a heavy touch from him. He's knocked down from behind, but no foul called. Tulsa takes over. Here comes Tulsa in the attack. A long diagonal to them to Machuca on the far side of the penalty area. Cuts it back to a teammate. That shot on goal is ultimately wide, and it's out for a goal kick. For Kyle Morton, end in stuff. he nearly a chance on the break. Tulsa takes the ball away and quickly there into the attack, and they generate a chance and a shot that just was not on target from inside the penalty area. It was, it looks like DaCosta who got on the end of it. Ultimately, as we get a look at a, a, an earlier chance for Machuca here, here's the chance. It was DaCosta into the box to Dario Suarez who had the shot for Tulsa, and he put it wide.
4: Yeah, he just pulled that one a little bit too high. But looking at that first effort from Machuca there, I don't think anyone expected him to have the shot there. And he caught Kyle Morton a little bit off guard, but Morton had a really good reaction save. And then to be able to clear the ball out, make it down to the other end, a little bit unfortunate that Wilson Harris couldn't collect that ball. And then it's right back down. And again, Tulsa with a great opportunity. I think Suarez just pulled it a little bit too far right. He's definitely going to want that one back because he had a nice clean look on it to get it on target.
3: Again, we're bringing you tonight's game from World of Beer off of Brownsboro Road in Louisville's East End. The official Lou City watch party tonight. A few Lou City fans, as you heard on the Lou City goal, have gathered here this evening to try and cheer on the boys in purple to a second consecutive victory after they defeated Sacramento over the weekend. One and a half minutes to go, 90 seconds to go, plus stoppage time here in this first half. It's 1-1 between Lou City and Tulsa. Tulsa struck first, but Lou City got a goal back through Enoch Musha Galusa about 20 minutes, 25 minutes later. It's a ball over the top for Tulsa, offside against them. A fifth-third free kick to Lew City. They take it, try and play it through the middle to Moussa He can't control it. Tulsa takes over, but they immediately give it away, and a long ball to the top of the formation, picked up by Sean Tosh. And now Lew City comes forward. In the center circle is Elijah Weiner, who's dropped back. To the far side, five yards past midfield. The right back, Manny Perez. Further to the far sideline, Napo Matsoso. The inside right now, Corbin Bone through the middle, toward the top of the box to Wilson Harris. Harris, though, had continued his run. The ball was behind him. It's cleared away by Tulsa. It's Machuca near midfield for them. He drops it back to Noah Powder. Powder along diagonal from left to right to the near side to Marcus Epps. They're in the attack now, Tulsa. Epps dribbling down the near sideline. He's got Oscar Jimenez defending him. Checks it back to Rodrigo Dacosta on his left foot on the inside left, just outside of the Louisville box. Three players there doing the defending. He plays into the middle to Suarez. Suarez couldn't control it. It's back in the middle to Kimbo Kibato. Now Bradley Bourgeois in the center circle for Tulsa to the far side now with Machuca into the center circle. Eric Bird, the defensive midfielder. Now Adrian Dizpay, right center back. Forward to Marcus Epps. Epps a clipped ball into the penalty area. Back to Machuca. Machuca, though, couldn't bring it down. He would have been able to get a shot on goal had he been able to do it. It's cleared away by Lou City into the center circle. Tulsa, Tulsa keeps possession here, though.
4: Good movement from Tulsa. They're doing a really good job of getting the numbers forward, playing quick one-two touch passes. A little bit unfortunate there. The pass was a little high, so it forced Epps to not be able to settle it. But they're the ones that are looking a little bit more aggressive towards the end of this first half.
3: Rodrigo De Costa a ball into the box, headed away by Ian Solaire. Knocked down by Elijah Winder outside of the box and picked up by Napo Metzoso, who clears it past the far sideline, and it's a throw to Tulsa here. We've moved into stoppage time. 20 seconds have gone of that stoppage time. It is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport, and the referee tonight has added a minimum of two minutes to this first half. Two minutes to come. We've played 30 seconds or so of those two minutes. Again, the score 1-1 between Tulsa and Louisville City FC. Tulsa clinging to their playoff lives. They need this win to try and stay alive in the playoff hunt. Realistically, and they did enough to take an early goal, but Louisville City able to claw back and tie the game. Louisville City looking to win their second consecutive game, hopefully to stay with San Antonio in the regular season title hunt. It's back to the goalkeeper for Tulsa, Warmel. Forward to Adrian Dispay. Dispay a ball forward to the center circle to Rodrigo Da Costa, but he's taken away from the ball. It's into the penalty area now. Louisville City's Elijah Winder picks up his head, plays across toward the top of the goal, and it's knocked behind. By Tulsa, it'll be a 5-5 corner kick coming up for Louisville City from the far side Their right. Winder had the chance to put the ball in the box, had lots of time and space, but couldn't pick out a teammate. He does win a corner, though.
4: Well, Winder, I think he's a player that has been involved in every single Louisville City attack. We talked about him before the match. What an important game this is for him, and I really think that he has stepped up to the challenge.
11: The
3: Wi-Fi corner will come from the far side of the left. It'll be an in-swinger off the left foot of Jimenez. Here it comes. hit high into the air to the top of the six-yard box. Headed away by Tulsa. Picked up at the top of the box by Rodrigo de Costa. Da Costa trying to charge forward with the ball at his feet. And the referee has blown his whistle to end the half. With about ten seconds to go in the minimum of two minutes, the referee has stopped play and ends that counterattack for FC Tulsa. And that ends the first half. What an entertaining first half it was. It started slow for Lou City. They gave up a goal 11 minutes in, but the response from Danny Cruz's men was terrific. They're able to fight their way back into the game. They get a goal from Napo, I beg your pardon, from Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa to tie it at one. An entertaining first half, Casey.
4: Definitely a fun one. It was very, very back and forth. Both teams with ample opportunities to be able to go ahead in this one. I think Lou City a little bit fortunate there in some of their errors that they had to not concede another goal. But then on the other end, they're going to be really frustrated because they had so many great chances that they were either offsides or missed the pass or it was just one touch off. And so I'm interested to see what Danny Cruz does at at halftime, what changes if he makes any, and kind of how they come out in the second half.
3: So it finishes in the first half 1-1. It could have been 2-2 or 3-3 even between Louisville City and FC Tulsa. But again, it finishes 1-1. More to come at halftime. Do stick around. We've got a lot to talk about, an entertaining first half to analyze. We will look at racing Louisville FC as well. A couple of players on international duty with Team USA over the last couple of nights. We'll talk about them. Lots to chat about at the half. Again, the score at the break. It's Louisville City 1, FC Tulsa 1. And you're listening to our broadcast here coming to you live from World of Beer off of Brownsboro Road in Louisville's East End. It's here on ESPN Louisville.
6: With the Kroger Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump. For the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons. For the win. The Kroger Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply.
8: Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota Highlander. It's built in the USA. It's got room for up to eight. Highlander's the best-selling SUV in its class. The electrified Highlander hybrid has a driving range over 600 miles. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 36 mpg, you could save thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.
5: From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between nortonchildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way
7: Lou City FC and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city. Lancaster firing a shot from
3: very far out and knuckled it in!
7: Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium, open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com
0: you're listening to the louisville city fc halftime report now here's jeff milby and casey
3: whitfield welcome back it is halftime the game at one Ok field in tulsa oklahoma and fc tulsa has kept it even with louisville city it finishes in the first half one one between the team formerly known as the Tulsa Roughnecks and Louisville City FC, that halftime score of one apiece is presented by Serve Pro Floyd County, the official restoration partner of Louisville City FC. Rodrigo de Costa scored the opener tonight for the hosts, FC Tulsa. That goal came 11 minutes into the game, and given all of the circumstances for Louisville City entering play given that they had already clinched their playoff berth, given that this was their fourth game in five games on the road and their fourth game overall within the last two weeks, a tired team with changes in the lineup, you thought maybe the pessimist, and you thought, oh, here we go, Louisville City is in for it on the road tonight against a hungry team. But instead of that, Louisville City's response was... Sensational. They came back. They won more of the ball. They had the lion's share of possession. They had more shots in the end in that first half. They generated no- numerous great chances. And ultimately, about 25 minutes after conceding, Enoch Musha Galusa on the end of a corner kick, a ball deflected down to him. He was wide open at the top of the six yard box. Turns, puts it past the goalkeeper with his right foot to tie it up at one. It could have finished 2-2 or 3-3, but I think 1-1, probably a pretty fair halftime score given the way these two teams played. But it, it, all in all, it was really entertaining, I thought.
4: It was definitely an entertaining half, and I'm, I'm surprised at how well Lucity looked offensively. I mean, to have seven shots and two of those shots on target, especially given that they were attacking the infield at the baseball field, you know, that's where there's multiple different. That's
3: a point that I don't think we made enough that you, you brought up and I hadn't brought up yet. That's a point we did not make enough in yeah. that first half.
4: Because it's so hard to play on multiple different surfaces. The ball's going to move differently. It's going to bounce. It's it's not going to be a clean possession style soccer that Lucity likes to play. So to be able to – overcome the field that you're playing on, the field conditions, to overcome the fatigue that you know that they are feeling. I mean, if they're not feeling some sort of fatigue, then they've got to be like robots or something. And then to overcome making a massive mistake and going down a goal to then come back and get back into this one, it's an excellent response. It's exactly what Danny Cruz is going to want from them and now they're going to look to continue to grow on that in the second half where they're going to be playing on a cleaner playing surface in the final third or final they're, 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 attacking they're attacking half. They're attacking half, yes, yeah, yeah, Those are the words I want to say. If yeah. they're attacking half, it's going to be a lot cleaner soccer for them, and that's going to play into the, their favor.
3: Again, remember, one okay field in Tulsa. It's home of the Tulsa Drillers of the AA Texas League in Minor League Baseball, also home of FC Tulsa. We see it around the league. We saw it here in Louisville for a number of years at Louisville Slugger Field. When you're playing on the end of the field in these Minor League Baseball parks where the infield dirt is and they have to cover it up, in Tulsa, they do lay down sod, so that makes it a little bit better than maybe some, some artificial turf. But it's a difficult surface. The ball bounces funny. There's uneven levels between the field in certain sections. We saw Oscar Jimenez take a corner kick in that first half from the far side where just that little triangle in the corner was had to be sod laid down over the outfield dirt in that case. Um, so it just makes it a difficult circumstance playing on that side of the field. And to your point, we'll switch-ins in the second half, Lou City having stayed even in that first half will now have the benefit of playing into right field if you want to talk in baseball terms where there is no late over sod, it's all even all clean playing surface that should you would think play into their advantage in the second half
4: i absolutely think it's going to play into their advantage and yes yeah, so you're going to say well defensively they like to build the ball move it around the back line They were doing that because that was the cleaner playing surface and so i imagine it's going to be a lot more into their offensive half of the field for the second half they're going to be looking to possess the ball more there instead of moving it across the back line like they did in the first half
3: let's take a look at the halftime statistics louisville city ultimately after going down that goal in the 11th minute they had the lion's share of possession in the first half 58 percent of possession to louisville city They were able to generate seven shots from that possession, two of them on target, including the goal. Tulsa, though, they had a good effort as well. It easily could have been their advantage at halftime. They had six shots, three of them on target. Tulsa won four corners. Louisville City won four corners as well. And the foul picture, no cards shown in that first half, but seven fouls called against Louisville City, three of them called against FC Tulsa. So it stands all even at one apiece between Lou City and Tulsa in that first half. Certainly, you would imagine, based on the way that first half was played, it'll be an even more entertaining second half to come. Again, Tulsa a team that desperately needs a win, and Louisville City, of course, with the highest of standards in the USL. They are chasing San Antonio for that overall USL championship regular season title. The second half to come in about ten minutes' time, I'd say. When we come back after this break, though, we'll take a look at the other professional team in Louisville, racing Louisville FC. They were not in action over the weekend, but a couple of their players were with the U.S. women's national team. We'll talk about them when we come back. Again, the Serve Pro Floyd County halftime score. It's FC Tulsa 1, Louisville City FC 1. Tonight's broadcast coming to you live from World of Beer on Brownsboro Road in Louisville's East End, and you're listening to it on ESPN Louisville.
9: Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities. Open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com.
10: At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky.
1: As a sponsor of Lou City FC, LGE is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudiest, loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not <coughs> and when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LGE, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at LGE-KU.com. Welcome
3: back. Once again, the Serve Pro Floyd County halftime score. It's Louisville City 1, FC Tulsa 1. That score presented by Serve Pro Floyd County, the official restoration partner of Louisville City FC. Racing Louisville not in action in recent days. That's because they're on an international break, and several of their players, four of them, in fact, were away on international duty. Rebecca Holloway with Northern Ireland, Alex Chidiak with Australia, and two players called into the U.S. Women's National Team camp. Emily Fox, who started two games at left back for the USA against Nigeria, both of those games. And Savannah DeMello, the rookie in the running for rookie of the year in the NWSL, her first call-up to the senior national team. She didn't
1: play in either game
3: uh, for the U.S. this week, but certainly valuable, valuable experience for her to be in that camp with stars like Alex Morgan and Megan Rapino, among many, many, many others down the line. What a great thing it is to see, despite the struggles racing has had this year, they continue to prove that they have top-level talent. And DeMello and Fox, two of the young players on this team, throw in Jalen Howell, who's had some national team caps as well. That's the core of the team going forward. It's great to see them recognized by the national team. Great to see them get these opportunities.
4: I mean it's super cool. You have Chidiac and Holloway who are both maybe not starting currently right now, but they both were able to get minutes for their national team. Fox, we know that she is now gonna she's pretty she's much the starting. It down, yeah. yeah, she's the starting outside back. So for her to be able to get some time, and then what an experience though for DeMello. It's so hard to make the national team because there's so much talent to pull from. So to be able to say that you were able to make it into the top twenty players is absolutely incredible.
3: And even though she didn't play in these two games against Nigeria, it's still a great experience for her. She got
4: to train with these players.
3: She got to train with them. Certainly you'd have to think the confidence of knowing, hey, Absolutely. I'm a U.S. women's national team player. I'm here with these players that I'm sure she looked up to her whole life growing up, like Rapino and Alex Morgan, among others on the team. It, it has to be so fulfilling and so rewarding for her, and it's just a message to say you're on the right track, you're doing the right things, you're developing nicely. Keep it up and this is what's to come for you.
4: I'm playing with some of the best players in the world. I'm training with some of the best players in the world. I got, I have a jersey for the U.S. national team with my name on it. pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. That's stuff
3: that dreams are made of. Exactly. Literally, that's that's what kids dream that's of. What, yeah. When
4: she was a little girl, I guarantee she was watching one of the World Cups, watching some of these players even play, and thinking, that's going to be me one day.
3: So racing Louisville not in action because the players were on international break, but that break is now over. And they will return to play this weekend at the North Carolina Courage, that game on Saturday night. That's September the 10th, kickoff at 7 o'clock. That's about the same time that Louisville City plays, so you have to maybe do some dual screen action there. Or you can just watch one screen and cue us up and on then ESPN Louisville. And listen to
6: us. See, look at that. So
3: you always have some options. That game coming up on September the 10th. They won't return home until Friday, September the 16th. Just two games left for Racing Louisville at Lynn Family Stadium this year. So you're not going to want to miss the opportunity to cheer on the ladies in lavender wearing lilies, if you want to call them that. Say that five times fast. I can't do it. Don't don't <laughs> dare me. Uh, the next home game, Orlando on Friday, September the 16th at 7.30. The final home game. The only other opportunity to see them in Butchertown, October the 1st. That's a Saturday against the Kansas City Current. So for tickets, go to racinglewfc.com. And certainly do tune in to watch them on the road at North Carolina over the weekend on Saturday night. As it stands at the halftime in Oklahoma, in Tulsa, it's Louisville City one FC Tulsa won the second half to come certainly lots of intrigue what substitutions what changes may we see we will talk about that when we come back in the second half will begin when we return after this final commercial break here on ESPN
11: Louisville at the half that boy of mine he sure does take after me I love football he loves football I put ketchup on my eggs he puts ketchup on his I didn't wear my seatbelt neither did he so nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down.
1: Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety.
6: With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off of the pump. For the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply.
12: Imagine your bright career when you join the UofL Health Team. Now, imagine receiving free tuition to the University of Louisville. At UofL Health, we believe in investing in you and the power of education. So now, your UofL Health family has college tuition covered for all employees and their families. Just imagine the possibilities. For details, visit uoflhealth.org imagine. That's the power of you.
13: Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at NansenCraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC.
3: Welcome back. They've played just a little over a minute in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And three changes that we can tell you about for Louisville City FC tonight. Uh, at the half. Again, the score at the halftime break. 1-1 between Lou City and FC Tulsa. It's Brian Ownby on in place of Napo Matsoso. Paolo Del Piccolo is on in the midfield in place of Elijah Winder. And what was that last sub you said, Casey? Uh, is Sharpie. E-
4: Sharpie on for Ian Solaire there at the center back.
3: So those three substitutions all presented by MHS Global. So Danny Cruz, even at one with Tulsa, goes right to the bench right out of the halftime break. Let's take them each one by one as the teams are playing. About two and a half minutes gone by. It's at the feet of the goalkeeper for Tulsa, Austin Warmel. They'll try and build out of the back on beyond for Matt Soso. That's to bring on some more attacking talent, try and grab a winning goal in the midfield. The youngster, Winder, the 19-year-old, making his full debut tonight, his first start for Lou City. A good performance for him, but you'd have to think, given his youth and inexperience, it's great to bring on the experience. Palo Del Piccolo to finish it off And along the back line. Similar story there with Ian Soler, Sharpie on for Soler, a player with less experience, a player replaced by a player with more experience. It looks like Danny Cruz is putting out more or less his best team that he has right now to try and go for this win on the road.
4: Yeah, just bringing out a little bit more of an aggressive lineup here. Not that those players that were on are not aggressive attacking players. But when you have that experience, they understand the game management. They understand a little bit more about what's at stake and how to handle the pressure and the energy of the game. And so being able to bring on a player like Brian Nomi off the bench to run at that back line, that's going to be a little bit scary. Paula Del Piccolo to be able to command the center of the field, maybe get a little bit more movement through the middle of the field. We talked about how they're playing in the outfield now of the baseball field. That's going to really force him to have to possess the ball through the middle of the field a little bit more, and having Paulo Del Piccolo in there is going to be really beneficial. And then Wes Sharpie bringing him in in the center back just to solidify that back line a little bit more. They've had some shaky moments in the first half, and so being able to bring on Wes Sharpie, who's going to bring some leadership and some really, really depth experience there is going to be crucial for Lucity in this second half. So I think some very strong moves from Danny Cruz, and it's really stating the path he wants to take in the second half, and that's just to completely put the pressure on Tulsa.
3: They've played about four minutes in Tulsa in the second half. Again, the score 1-1 between Lou City and FC Tulsa, and a foul against Louisville City resulted in a lengthy injury break for about the last minute and a half. Rodrigo de Costa was down on the turf for Tulsa receiving treatment. He now has risen to his feet and exits the field for the moment to the far or the near sideline, I should say and play has resumed. Louisville City now coming forward. Four and a half minutes gone, a long ball from them, from their back line toward Musha Galusa on the far side, the left, out of play. Back into play now, a ball into the box toward Brian Ownby, who was giving chase, but Wormel off of his line, the goalkeeper for Tulsa to slide in ahead of Ownby and collect the ball.
4: Really good awareness there from Warmel to be able to come off and win that ball. A lot of times keepers will allow their center backs to be able to collect that, but it's really, really good goalkeeping to come out and establish yourself and win that ball.
3: Eric Bird in the midfield for Tulsa just heaves the ball forward, clips it with his right foot out of his penalty area As Kyle Morton. He heads it to the left side, the far side for Luce City, to Oscar Jimenez, and Jimenez under some pressure just sends it long down the far sideline. And it's out for a throw to FC Tulsa in their defensive half. Down near the corner flag on the far side, their right. The Jamaican right back, Sean McFarlane, will be the player to take it for Tulsa. Five and a half minutes gone. Tulsa all even with Louisville City at one apiece. Will we find a winning goal in the second half the way the first half finished? You certainly think we'd have our chances. It's into the feet of the center back, Bradley Bourgeois, to the near side now. Noah Powder, the left back. Forward to Machuca, back to powder. They're in the Tulsa half, just outside of the Tulsa box. It's Bourgeois at the top of the Tulsa box. Now to the far side. That is where McFarlane has it. McFarlane, a long ball over the top for Machuca to chase. But Machuca cannot get there before Kyle Morton, the Louisville City goalkeeper who runs to the top of his box to pick it up with both hands. He rolls it to the near side, the right inside for Sean Tosh. To the midfield now is Tyler Gibson for Louisville City. At midfield, he plays it long on the ground, intercepted by Tulsa. And here come the hosts, wearing black tonight, moving from right to left here in uh, half number two into the infield of the baseball playing surface they swing the ball into the box from the near side the left to the right intercepted there by oscar jimenez for louisville city a great defensive run to track back to find the ball he plays it to musha galusa on the far sideline musha galusa under pressure hits it long for wilson harris and it rolls into the arms of austin warmell the tulsa goalkeeper
4: and i understand musha galusa wanting to continue to push forward they've had a good amount of energy there with the ball But at some point, you have to hold it up and give your team a chance to get some numbers forward. You do a whole lot better when you possess the ball moving forward. So when you try to force it like that, you're just giving Tulsa the ball back and allowing them to come right back down your throats.
3: After Wormel sent it long, Lou City won it and came forward with numbers. It was Mushrigalusa Galusa on the left edge of the penalty area, had it taken off of his feet by a Tulsa defender, and it's out past the far sideline for a Louisville City throw, and they're attacking final third from the left from their perspective. The left back, Jimenez takes it into the box, Flick toward goal, Ombi's header, and a save from Wormel. It was just conjured up out of nothing, a long throw from Jimenez flicked on toward Brian Ombi. Ombi got a powerful header on frame, but Wormell, the goalkeeper for Tulsa, the Tulsa native, equal to it, diving down to his left to make the
7: save.
4: It's such a massive advantage when you have a player who's able to have that long throw because it acts as like a cross. Omi just not able to place the header the way that he wants, and Wormell, again, coming up big for his team, he's had a few really nice saves and positioned himself really well in this match so far.
3: Eight minutes gone in this second half. That the best chance of the second half. Louisville City looking to take a lead. It's still even at one apiece between Louisville City and FC Tulsa. Suarez for Tulsa on the near sideline. Into the middle in the attacking half to Eric Bird just outside of the center circle. Bird forward to a teammate. Now a jostle for possession, a collision, and a foul against Tulsa. And it's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City here in the midfield, just about in the center of the field, maybe eight yards from midfield in the Louisville City half, and Wes Sharpie. The center back who checked in at halftime will take that fifth third free kick. On the ground to the right center back, Sean Tosh. Down the near sideline is Manny Perez. The right back for Louisville City. Outside of the box. Dancing over the ball. Back in the middle of the field to Bone. Bone forward to Ownby at the top of the box. Ownby though loses possession. A heavy touch from him, but he's able to win it back. No foul called. Here's Mushagalusa Galusa. Top of the box. Attack on for Louisville City. On the left side. Drifting away from goal. Taken away off of his feet by a Tulsa defender. And now Tulsa will take over and try and build out of the back. Mushagalusa Galusa just dallied on the ball there, though the ball does go out now for a Louisville City throw on the far sideline the left, which they take quickly. Jimenez into the feet at the top of the box of Harris. It is loose and now cleared away by Tulsa, and Mushigaloosa just took too much time there on that last opportunity, Casey.
4: Well, I think both of these teams are playing a high-press style of soccer, and so what that means is that you have to then offensively move the ball quickly. You cannot be taking five, six touches on the ball. You need to be looking to play in one and two touch touches, or else you're going to have a defender right there on you. So Galusa just taking too many touches in the final third needs to move the ball a little bit quicker to get the back line of Tulsa moving.
3: Nine and a half minutes gone by in half number two, all even between Louisville City and FC Tulsa, one apiece. As Tulsa comes forward, they have a shot from the far side of the penalty area, and it's well overhit. It had power, but no precision. It's over the bar into the seats behind Kyle Morton's goal and out for a goal kick. It looked like it was Marlon Epps, and it was playing down the right side in this second half who had that shot, but it was nowhere near on target. And in the other game that we're keeping an eye on tonight, the U.S. Open Cup Final that USL fans have their eyes on across the country, rooting for the Sacramento Republic and in that game, Casey has the update. It's one to nothing.
4: It's actually two to nothing Ooh. now. So Torres getting a goal in the 75th minute for Orlando, and then again in the 80th minute off of a penalty kick. So not really the way Sacramento wants to play, but definitely it has. The, the, looking at the stats, it has definitely been in favor of Orlando this entire match.
7: Again,
3: that would have been a landmark victory. Still might be, but they're up against it now. There's Sacramento. Still a little
4: bit of time. Not, not a whole lot.
3: So that would have been a landmark win for the USL had they been able to hoist that trophy tonight. No team outside of Major League Soccer has lifted the U.S. Open Cup since 1999. So that one not going the USL's way. In our USL game here in half number two, it's still even at one apiece between Louisville City and Tulsa. Eleven minutes have been played in the second half and Louis City wearing white tonight with Purple vertical stripes and black numerals and lettering moving from left to right in half number two. They have the ball. A long ball over the top toward Brian Omby intercepted by... Tulsa in their defensive penalty area. Adrian Dizpay there with it, but they can't work their way out of the back. They give up a throw. It's a Louisville City throw on the far side. Their left. Here comes Lou City. Ownby dropping back for it. 30 yards from goal, drifting away from goal. Back into the center circle to Tosh. To the left center back now, West Sharpie. Dribbles past midfield by a couple of yards to Jimenez. Back to Sharpie along the back line. Across the center circle now is Sean Tosh for Louisville City. Ten yards of space for him. They're drifting further and further from the Tulsa goal across to Sharpie. He charges forward past midfield, down the far sideline, the left for Louisville City toward Musha but Enoch cannot catch up to it. It's out for a Tulsa throw on the far side, the Tulsa right, and McFarlane, the right back from Jamaica, will take it.
4: And those are just little passes they have to clean up. You're just giving Tulsa the ball, giving them the opportunity to slow this game down, take lucidity out of their rhythm, see if they can kind of switch the energy a little bit. Because right now, I feel like lucidity has had the better of this second
3: Okay, we think we're back on air right now. Welcome back. Sorry for the brief interruption. 63 minutes on the clock in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Louisville City. On the road, it's 1-1 between the boys in purple and the hosts, Tulsa. It was a 5th-3rd free kick for Lou City just a second ago from about 30 yards from goal. They went for the gusto, did Louisville City, and it was well over hit over the bar and behind for a Tulsa goal kick, which Austin Warmel has just set up for, the goalkeeper for Tulsa. Again, the score, 1-1 in the 64th minute here in one okay field in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's been a very even second half here, Casey, 19 minutes in.
4: Yeah, I'd say a really back-and-forth half. I think both teams haven't been able to really generate any extremely close goal-scoring opportunities. I think Brian Ombi's header was the closest for loose City, but just a good, solid back-and-forth battle so far in this match.
3: Here comes loose City trying to go in front. They've yet to lead in this game. It's Ombi in the attacking half. Dribbling away from the attacking end toward midfield. Drops it off to Palo Del Piccolo. It's now on the far sideline with Musha Galusa on the left edge of the penalty area. Gets past his defender. No, he doesn't. The defender sticks out a leg capably. And that rolls behind ultimately for a Wi-Fi corner kick to Louisville City. Sean McFarland with the defensive effort for Tulsa. But it will result in a chance here from the Wi-Fi corner kick from the far side. The Louisville City left.
4: It was a good defensive effort from McFarlane and good patient attack there from Mushigalusa. He recognized that he really didn't have much of anything, and so he baits McFarlane in and forces McFarlane to make a diving challenge there and kicks it over the inline.
3: Here comes the Wi-Fi corner, and in-swing off the right foot of Jimenez to the near post, headed away by the first defender for Tulsa. It's dribbling to the near sideline where it's going to be picked up by Manny Perez for Louisville City. The attack's still on. Backward to West Sharpie. Sharpie under pressure. Cuts it back to his left foot. Plays it back toward midfield to Tyler Gibson at the center circle. Across the center circle now to the far side. It is Oscar Jimenez back into the box, headed down by Tosh, knocked away by a Tulsa player, ricocheting around, still alive. Tosh picks it up, tries to play it to own, be intercepted by Tulsa, and now Tulsa trying to break on the counter, through the middle. Rodrigo da Costa across midfield, a 20-yard run from DaCosta. He plays it through to Marcus Epps, outside of the Louisville City box. Epps into the box now, goes for goal, and it's over the bar. Just scooped the shot with his right foot, once again could not, force Kyle Morton into action he watches it sail over his bar into the seats it's going to be a goal kick to Louisville City we'll have another substitution here for I believe both teams at the very least Louisville City it's going to be Amadou Dia to come in for the boys in purple probably for Oscar Jimenez we can confirm that now Oscar Jimenez off Amadou Dia on for Louisville City in the 66th minute in this 1-1 game at FC Tulsa. That substitution brought to you by MHS Global.
4: Well, I think Oscar Jimenez had a great game for Lou City, but what Amadou Dia is going to bring to the game now is more of an attacking presence from the defense. Amadou Dia does such a good job of getting him behind. He's also been playing some incredible services into the box, and I think that's something that Lou City needs in the second half. So excited to see what not only defensively Amadou is going to do, but really what offensive presence Amadou is going to bring in the second half.
3: 67th minute of this game. The goal scored in the 11th by Rodrigo De Costa for Tulsa in the 35th minute by Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa, his eighth goal of the season to tie his career high, which was set last year with Sporting Kansas City 2. We're bringing you tonight's broadcast from World of Beer off of Brownsboro Road, the official Louisville City watch party tonight, and certainly a few watch partiers are here along with us. I'll count about a dozen, but they've been loud and boisterous when they've needed to be tonight. This game coming to you on ESPN Louisville. Casey Whitfield alongside me, Jeff Milby. Tulsa trying to come forward. Both teams looking for a leading goal here. It's DeCosta forward to Dario Suarez on his left foot, cuts it back to his right, 25 yards from goal, to Marcus Epps on the edge of the penalty area, in back to Da tries to spin it onto his left foot, drifting away from goal, hooks it into the penalty area with his left, cut back by Suarez, and a shot on goal is deflected and blocked by Louisville City, o- picked up by Ownby, swings it over to Bone in the midfield, now Amadou Dia, who just checked in on the far sideline, back to Ownby, who's made a run to midfield, across midfield, Ownby, a loose pass intercepted, Ownby tries to recover, Fighting for the ball was and Now Harris and Tulsa finally comes away with possession along their back line. They've got it back on the near sideline with Torres, the substitute who checked in.
4: I want to go back to that block shot. Wes Sharpie coming up big. It was a great layoff from the Tulsa attacking player and a good shot, but Wes Sharpie came out of nowhere to deflect that. Unfortunate, though, when they were able to transition offensively, again, it's just missing the pass, not being on the same page offensively, and it allowed a turnover, and now it's allowed Tulsa to be able to move the ball quite a bit amongst their back line.
3: 68 minutes gone. Along the back line for Tulsa is Kibato, the midfielder. He was harassed by Wilson Harris took a challenge able to overcome it get up off the ground and keep a possession alive for his team to the right center back now for Tulsa Dispay Dispay a long ball off of his right foot well overhit. no one on the end of it out for a Louisville City throw on the near side their right in their defensive final third outside of their box which they take with Manny Perez the right back to Tosh to Gibson back to Perez now Gibson back to Tosh inside the Louisville box. Again, this is the baseball half of the field, so uneven surfaces being played in the Louisville City defensive half. A long ball from Kyle Morton to midfield on the near sideline was Brian Ownby trying to flick it on uh, to a Louisville City player, a teammate. Couldn't find anyone. It's picked up by Bradley Bourgeois of Tulsa. Bourgeois, a long ball over the top. Rodrigo DaCosta making the run into the Louisville penalty area. Well defended there by West Sharpie and Amadou Dia. It's knocked down into the arms of Kyle Morton.
4: And you can tell Tulsa's attack has changed based on what side of the field they're playing on. In the first half, they played a lot more possession-style soccer offensively. In this half, they've looked to be a little bit more direct. They're looking for more of those long balls, trying to catch City in a counter-attack situation. And it really... Pays tribute to what they think about the field. They don't want to have to possess on that type of surface. And so they're looking to play more direct, more balls over top.
3: A chance for Lou City after a turnover created by Sean Tosh. He played it long down the near sideline to Brian Ombi on the end line. He cut it back into the penalty area. The shot was toward goal, but it was deflected on its way through. Not sure who it came from for Louisville City, but it's behind. And a Wi-Fi corner kick forthcoming for the boys in purple. Again on the road tonight wearing white, vertical purple stripes and black numerals and letters. It'll come from the far side. Their left, Corbin Bone now will take it as Oscar Jimenez has given way. It'll be an in-swinger off of his right foot. Here it comes high into the air to the far post. Easily defended there by Noah Powder. Knocked out to the top of the box, Wes Sharpie. He has a hit from distance, and it was not that far away. It's over the bar and behind, but Sharpie from 25 yards with his left foot. Nearly was on target there to give Louisville City a lead, but it was ultimately over the bar. A good effort from distance from the center back for Louisville City. 20 minutes to go, and we now have a substitution for Tulsa. We'll bring you then after Casey's thoughts here. Casey, a good shot there from West Sharpie. A
4: really good shot from West Sharpie. It looks like West Sharpie is. You know, not liking all the attention that Sean is getting as a goal scorer in the center back. He's trying to show that he, too, can score some goals. It was a beautiful rip. Nobody stepped out to him, so why not have a go at it? And like you said, he did not miss by much.
3: Substitution is for Tulsa, but Lucidi with a chance. Musha Galusa just trying to chip the goalkeeper from the top of the box, but Warmel does just enough. He catches it, in fact, on the chip. Moushagalusa couldn't get it over Warmel, and in fact the flag had gone up against Moushagalusa prior to that shot on goal. So an offside flag against Louisville City FC gives a free kick to Tulsa here. The substitution for the hosts, FC Tulsa, Lebo Meloto, the 31-year-old from South Africa, comes into the game for his 23rd appearance of the season, and he replaces Marcus Epps, the player who joined in the month of July. The player from Jackson, Mississippi, Epps off, Miloto on that substitution brought to you by MHS Global. Here comes Tulsa in the attack. It's Gabby Torres, the left back, well forward. A sliding challenge from Manny Perez. Perez wins the ball. Torres wants a foul, no foul given. And before the challenge even came in, in fact, the flag had gone up against Torres for Tulsa as the referee now indicates it's going to be a fifth third free kick to Loose City on the near side the inside right in their defensive half they take it quickly Tosh sends it long into the Tulsa half and Tulsa picks up the ball and will build from the back
4: and Loose City also looking to go a little bit more direct which surprises me especially when they have so many players that are so good in possession here's
3: a chance for Loose City a shot on frame and it's a goal Lou City has tied it their press works to perfection and it's Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa on the double for Louisville City. It was a long ball forward, one on the pressure by Louisville City in the midfield, and then they came forward after the counter press with numbers, played into the feet of Musha Galusa just on the inside left of the penalty area. He was all alone, picked out his spot, put it past the goalkeeper, Warmel, and Louisville City has now come from behind. After trailing 11 minutes in, they now take the lead. With 20 minutes to go, both goals tonight for Louisville City from Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa. now his ninth of the season, and it's 2-1 in favor of Louisville City with about 18 minutes to go in Tulsa, Oklahoma.
4: It's the pressure from Paolo del Piccolo that leads to a ball bouncing to Corbin Bone. And then it's the pass from Corbin Bone off to the run. This perfect run from Mushigalusa. And then what a finish from Mushigalusa. I'm going to have to make that player Toyota move of the match. Toyota, let's go places.
3: Enoch Matiti Moushagalusa, his 18th career goal. Nine of them now coming this season and his first with Louisville City FC. This now his career high for goals in a league season with nine. And that most recent of those nine, which gives Louisville City a 2-1 to lead, was presented by the Kentucky Lottery. Fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. Certainly a move deserving of the Toyota move of the match. 100%. But it was... But it was created Casey out of the pressure from Louisville City. They generated that chance from a turnover.
4: That pressure has been so successful for them throughout this entire game, that it, it was about time that they finally had something pay off from it. They've been doing such a good job of turning Tulsa over in very good positions on the field, but they haven't been able to connect. They've been a little bit off on their timing, and there everything fell right into place. The pressure from Paolo Del Piccolo it fell right to Corbin Bone, and he was able to play a perfectly weighted pass to Mushigalusa Galusa, who stayed on sides, which is really hard to do when you're trying to time your run like that, and then the finish was absolutely exquisite.
3: Fifteen and a half minutes to go at one okay field in Oklahoma. Louisville City in front 2-1, to one and the ball out for a goal kick to Louisville City. Kyle Morton will take his time in setting this up. He now places it down at the edge of his six-yard box and will send it long past midfield, down the inside left for Louisville City. Tulsa, though, wins the ball, and they try and break forward a ball through From the middle to Gabby Torres, the left back, who is making a run forward, intercepted there by Manny Perez for Louisville City. And now Louisville coming forward, looking for a third. Trying to hold it up was Wilson Harris. Couldn't control it against Kimbo Kibato. Kibato does well to take it away, and then a foul against Louisville City as Torres hit the deck. The free kick for Tulsa taken quickly. Torres immediately into the attack, plays it to the far side. Dario Suarez, now the right back, McFarlane. Dropped back for Lebo Meloto. Meloto back forward to Suarez. is knocked away. Harris giving chase. The goalkeeper off of his line, Wormel. He got there first just ahead of Harris. Did just enough to deflect it away from the Louisville City attacker. And then the ball cleared away by Tulsa down the other far sideline into the other end. Harris nearly there, stealing a goal yet again. He's done it so many times this year. Just being the first to react, he was almost there once again for Luce City there.
4: He's so good at reading those types of plays and being able to almost pick the pocket of defenders. And he almost does it there again too he's so good at doing that Wilson Harris is bound to find himself one here
3: 14 minutes to go in this game we have a pair of substitutions one for each side and for Louisville City it's the goal scorer of both goals tonight Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa, who comes off he's replaced by Ray Serrano Musha Galusa, who scored a hat-trick earlier this year against the New York Red Bulls, two goals in this game. He has the winner tonight for Louisville City. He comes off, Serrano comes on, and then for FC Tulsa, the player that checks in is Christopher Pearson, making his debut for FC Tulsa, the 19-year-old from Montego Bay in Jamaica. He is a physical presence at 6 feet 2 inches tall. He checks into the game to try and give some attacking pep to this Tulsa team late in this one. Both of those substitutions brought to you by MHS Global Above and Beyond. They come 13 minutes to play, 2-1 in favor of Louisville City, who do some defending here. They knock it from their back line after a chance for Tulsa coming forward to Ownby. Ownby trying to play it long and forward on the ground to Wilson Harris. It's intercepted by Tulsa, and Tulsa down a goal here will continue to build and try and tie the game. But Moushigalusa off Serrano on, Casey, for Louisville City. What do you make of that sub?
4: Uh, I mean, Moushigalusa had a fabulous game today, getting two goals. It was was a really great performance. Ray Serrano, you're going to be able to bring on a player that the level's not going to drop. You're going to continue to be able to play at a high level. But something to note is... Both teams not able to make any more substitutions. Lou City because they have used all five substitutions, and Tulsa because they have used all three substitution windows. So if a player is to get hurt, that team would have to play a man down unless it is because of a concussion substitution protocol. So something to note there with still, you know, 13-plus stoppage time to play.
3: In the dying stages, the last home stretch of this game, as Casey points out. Again, the score 2-1 to one in favor of Lou City. Enoch, Matiti, Mushagalusa with both goals. The second one assisted by Corbin Bone, the first coming in the 35th minute or so Definitely off of a uh, corner kick.
4: Definitely trying to get man of the match there.
3: <laughs> that's, a, that's an excellent point, as you accurately point out. A ball whipped into the box from Tulsa, cleared away by Wes Sharpie of Louisville City past the near sideline. It's a throw to Tulsa, in their attacking half gives us the opportunity, as Casey alertly points out, to remind you about tonight's Lynn family sports vision and training man of the match poll, which will be open for the next 10 minutes or so. And you can vote in it by visiting twitter.com slash Again, the Lynn family sports vision Train and training man of the match poll it is now behind off of the head of a Tulsa player after they tried to continue that attack it is now a goal kick to Louisville City and their goalkeeper Kyle Morton 11 and a half minutes to go Louisville City in front two to one
4: and Kyle Morton just needs to be careful here with delaying the restarts a little bit too much yes you want to slow the game down but you still want to keep it going at a certain pace so that way the referee does not you know give you a yellow card but looking at the man in the match poll I kind of feel bad for the other two people on the ballot, which are Tyler Gibson and Corbin Bone, who both had incredible matches, but has is just going to run away with this one, I think.
3: Yeah, certainly rightfully so. You can understand it. The player that scored both goals tonight for Louisville City, again the first coming on a corner kick, 35 minutes in, down a goal, a ball knocked down to him. He was fortunate to find it at the top of the six-yard box, turned, placed it past the goalkeeper for an easy eighth goal of the season. The Second goal, a little bit more difficult. On a break, they had numbers about 4-3 to for Louisville City. Played through by Corbin Bone. Mushagalusa Galusa behind the defense. Able to put it past Austin Wormel for a second time. His ninth strike of this league season again. Now his new career high for goals in a single season for the youthful Enoch Matiti. Mushagalusa Galusa in his first year with Louisville. His third year as a professional after coming over from the Sporting Kansas City system in the offseason. Ten minutes to go, plus stoppage time. A ball over the top from Amadou Dia toward Wilson-Harris. Tried to bring it down with his right foot, but it just ricochets off of his foot heavily and actually... Harris was in an offside position. The flag went up against him. It's a free kick to Tulsa here as they try and climb back from behind as Louisville did against them. In the midfield, it is Kimbo Kibato for Tulsa after the restart following the free kick. Now Bradley Bourgeois, the captain, the left center back. He plays a long ball, clipped forward with his left foot to Rodrigo da Costa, who's playing as a center forward now. Da Costa was offside. The flag up against Acosta on the other end. So it's a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City with nine and a half minutes to go in their defensive half. Ten yards from the midfield stripe. It'll be one of the center backs. In fact, it'll be the right center back, Sean Tosh, to take this fifth-third free kick. And Louisville City now up a goal, 2-1, to taking their sweet time in every dead ball restart situation.
4: Really poor from DaCosta, though, because he was coming from an offside position, meaning he was kind of being lazy and standing behind the back line and then running when he realizes the ball's being played to him. DaCosta has to recognize where he is on the pitch, where the defenders are, and making sure that he's not making silly mistakes like that and forcing turnovers.
3: Tosh sent the free kick long. It was knocked down into the feet of Tyler Gibson. Gibson was spun around by a defender and sent to the ground, and he drew a free kick and a foul. So it is a fifth-third free kick for a second successive time here for Louisville City in the last minute or so, this time in a more attacking position. The inside left for Louisville City, about 40 yards from goal. Serrano and Dia standing over it for Louisville City, eight and a half minutes to go. Dia now steps over it. Here it comes from Ray Serrano, high into the air toward the end line. Manny Perez making the run at the end line. He slid forward trying to keep it in play but couldn't do it. It's out for a goal kick to Tulsa here. So overhit on the ball in off the fifth third free kick for Ray Serrano and it's out of play.
4: And that's a really difficult position for a free kick because you have to make sure that you hit it hard enough so it's going to make it into the box, but then you want to make sure that you don't overhit it like Serrano did there to where it's going to go out of bounds. So it's really delicate balance between getting enough power and height underneath it to be able to make it to the box and then making sure that you don't overhit it. And it's, it's difficult to be able to accomplish.
3: 2-1 in favor of Louisville City. Can Tulsa generate a chance here to try and tie the game? They've not had one for a few minutes now. It is the debut player in the midfield, Christopher Pearson, Coming forward, the Jamaican. Now on the near side, Gabby Torres, just outside of the Louisville box. Plenty of defenders forward, or behind, rather, for Louisville City. One of them, Manny Perez, he slides in, gets the touch of the ball. Torres, though, stays in play, keeps it in play. On the inline, line, two players on his back. Gabby Torres for Tulsa wins a corner. Turns and plays it off of a defender. I believe Manny Perez for Louisville City and out of play now. Off of Perez, it's a corner kick to FC Tulsa on the near side. Their left. It'll come with seven minutes to go plus stoppage time, Louisville City in front two to one, Rodrigo de Costa to take it for Tulsa the goal scorer.
4: That is really good patient attacking there from Torres. He recognizes that there's really not much he can do so he earns his team a corner kick.
3: It's into the box now from DaCosta. It's in on frame and a sensational save from Kyle Morton. He paws it over the bar. Incredible from Morton on just a loose ball in the box. Sent goalward from FC Tulsa and Morton leaping, reacting quickly to his left, able to push it over the bar. It's out for another corner kick to FC Tulsa, which they nearly take quickly.
4: I mean, I'm not sure how he got to that. I thought the ball was going in the back of the net. My heart dropped for a minute. But what a save from Kyle Morton.
3: And Tulsa has scored a goal on one of the most poorly timed replays you will ever see in sports broadcasting. So we don't know exactly what happened that led to the goal because Tulsa took that ensuing corner kick immediately. But Adrian... Diz has scored for Tulsa. Here's a look at it. They played it short. Back to the corner kick taker on the end line. He sent a high ball into the six-yard box and immediately headed beyond Kyle Morton by Diz rising high over the crowd of players. So Tulsa has tied it. Suddenly, just like that from the corner kick, Tulsa strikes to make it 2-2. Diz pay on the score sheet for FC Tulsa and that wipes away really discounts that terrific save by Kyle Morton and now Louisville City in need of a goal to take all three points tonight in the attack. It's Ray Serrano on the inline. Puts the ball in toward the face of goal but it was deflected and it's now out past the inline for a goal kick to FC Tulsa. Quick action here. You can't take your eyes off of it and Mr. Director for the USL broadcast you got to remember that. You can't go to replay when the ball is in play but Tulsa ties it up. Casey, what do you think of these final five minutes here?
4: I mean, I'm a little bit speechless because it's just kind been a lot of back and forth. Both teams really looking aggressively in the attack, but what a header by Dispay. I mean, a lot of credit needs to be given to him. He came in unmarked, so again, another loose City error with their marking. Came in unmarked and was able just to head that one passage. It's just really unfortunate because it came right after one of the best saves I think I've ever seen Kyle Morton make, so just a little bit unfortunate that that is followed by getting scored on. But, I, I mean, I, honestly, like I don't know what to say because it's just yeah. been a very back-and-forth game. I, this game could go either way. I can't sit here and tell you, like, oh, I definitely think this team has had the better chance and this team's going to come away with it. It can go either way.
3: you got to say was arguably one of the saves of the season for 100%. Kyle Morton before the before the second corner it's, it's went in.
4: It's going to be on a highlight reel. It it's has to be on a highlight reel.
3: Certainly will be. Four and a half minutes to go after all of that action, after that goal for FC Tulsa scored by Adrian Dispay, the player from Havana, Cuba, scoring his first goal of the season for the veteran 28-year-old center back from a corner kick situation to tie the game. And oh, how important that is. Remember, Tulsa keeping their playoff hopes alive ever so here at this late stage of the season. They interplay nine points back of the final playoff spot. They need every point they can muster at this late stage to try and keep their playoff hopes alive. They are certainly sitting on a point right now with Louisville City, but looking for more as they come forward Do FC Tulsa against Louisville City. Into the attacking half now for Tulsa, the left back Noah Powder on the near sideline. Cuts it back to Bourgeois, the left center back. Plays it now to the far side, just past midfield. Hit immediately toward the top of the penalty area, headed away by a Louisville City defender, and picked up in the midfield by Paolo Del Piccolo. Del Piccolo now coming forward with the ball at his feet. Del Piccolo across midfield, into the feet of Wilson Harris. Harris, though, gives it away. Alertly stepping forward was an FC Tulsa defender. FC Tulsa now coming forward into the attack. They certainly will not say tie in this game. The far sideline now for Tulsa. Sent into the box over the head of everybody, and it'll roll past the near sideline. It'll be a Louisville City throw on the near side. They're left in their defensive final third, and with three minutes to go, certainly Louisville City would be happy to escape Tulsa with a tie the way this game has gone. Manny Perez will take his time here in taking this throw.
4: I would agree with that. But honestly, I need more from Wilson Harris in the end of this game. He's got to do a better job with holding up the ball. He's got to do a better job of keeping possession and being active as that target forward. Too many times he's turned the ball over and really and allowed Tulsa to be able to run at that back line in a numbers-up situation. So I need more from Wilson Harris in these final minutes of the game if Blue City wants to either tie this match or go ahead.
3: This game totally stretched Seems like if somebody makes a run with the ball at their feet, they're going to get through on goal almost as a player for Tulsa attempted to do that, and a foul goes against Louisville City. We now have a yellow card. Our first booking of the game, it goes to Amadou Dia of Louisville City FC, his sixth yellow card of this season, a World of Beer yellow card, we should say, from World of Beer off of Brownsboro Road, where we're bringing you tonight's broadcast So that foul in that world of beer, yellow card, our first of the night to Amadou Di of Louisville City will give a free kick here to Tulsa in a dangerous position. It's in the Louisville City attacking half on the Tulsa inside right, maybe 40 or 50 yards from goal. And, in fact, there may have been two yellow cards on that play because after the first foul, there was a second foul committed by a Louisville City player tugging back on the shirt of an attacking player for Tulsa. We'll get to that in a moment when we get confirmation. Here comes the free kick for Tulsa. It's Lebo Meloto, the South African, to take it. Again, he's about 10 yards past midfield on the inside right. He raises his right arm into the air, approaches the ball, and has the hit. Here it comes into the box, in the six-yard box, caught by Kyle Morton.
4: And a good save by Kyle Morton coming out, establishing himself in that box, and really making sure that he does not allow Tulsa to even have an opportunity to get on the end of it.
3: Here comes City though. Ownby after the distribution from Morton. Ownby toward midfield, sliding down on the ground, and Ownby calls for the foul, a handball. And so it's another free kick to Tulsa here. This time they'll try and work out of the back again from the their half of midfield, ever so. It's played all the way back after the free kick to the goalkeeper, Austin Warmel. One minute to go plus stoppage time in a 2-2 game. Warmel over the top. The player is onside for the moment. In fact, he was not onside. The flag does go up against the attacking player there, I believe, maybe Lebo Meloto for FC Tulsa. It's a fifth third free kick to Louisville City. Can they survive these final moments to come out with a point? Maybe they can even try and find a winning goal as they send the fifth third free kick long. Brian Ombe giving chase, but the first player there is a defender for Tulsa. He heads it, he heads it back into the arms of Warmel, the goalkeeper. And now Tulsa coming forward looking for the winning goal. It's 2-2 between FC Tulsa and Louisville City FC.
4: And the thing that frustrates me with that attack is they're looking to go a little bit too direct. That hasn't worked for them all game, and that's not the style that they play. Instead of looking to go over top, see if you can build through the midfield, through Corbin Bone, through Paulo Del Piccolo to connect to your front players. Instead of just trying to lump it long and turn the ball over, look to see if you can build with your possession.
3: Louisville City playing with the ball at the back and playing dangerously. They turn it over. Meloto comes up with a turnover. Rodrigo de Costa in the box. Back to Meloto, and he scuffs his shot toward goal. Meloto was wide open at the penalty spot, but the ball just rolled under his cleat. It looked like with his left foot he couldn't get any power on it, and Kyle Morton makes the save for Louisville City. Here comes Louisville, though, in a 2-2 game, trying to score the winning goal, and a poor pass there from Paolo del Piccolo with his weaker right foot. Nowhere near any teammate for Louisville City. It's into the arms of Warmel for Tulsa. Tulsa trying, though, to build out of the back. It's a turnover. Amadou Dia steps in. Both teams looking absolutely dragged right now, dogged and tired. Amadou Dia at the top of the box tries to play it through to a teammate. It's past the, goal, uh, past the in line for a goal kick to Tulsa. This game is absolutely ragged right now, Casey. No semblance of any rhythm to it. Both teams look absolutely tired, but that does present the opportunity for either side to grab a late winner. They've played one minute of stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. A minimum of four minutes coming your way in Muhammad Ali International Airport stoppage time. They've played a minute of those four. A loose ball picked up on the near sideline by Tyler Gibson of Louisville City. He clears it upfield fast midfield into the attacking half. Chested down by Wilson Harris. Can loose City find a late, late winner here? They're knocking on the door. Harris playing it on the ground through toward Manny Perez, who made a run forward, intercepted by FC Tulsa along their back line, Casey.
4: Well, I say we can confirm that there was another yellow card. You said you weren't sure or not, but we can confirm there was another yellow card given to Sean Tosh for a tactical foul.
3: So two fouls, two yellow cards, two World of Beer yellow cards tonight, both of them to Louisville City, to Amadou Dia, and Sean Tosh. For Tosh, that is his fifth yellow card of this season. Loose City with the ball in the attack. The far sideline. Dia keeps it in play outside of the box. Tries to dribble around a defender. A loose touch. Still Dia drops it back to Del Piccolo. Del Piccolo tries to play it toward goal. It's deflected on its way through. He's had a couple of bad passes in a row for Del Piccolo. Tulsa picks it up. Two minutes gone out of the four in the stoppage time period. Ball over the top for Da to chase. Da Costa, the flag surely went up and now the referee does blow the whistle as the flag went up against Rodrigo Da Costa of FC Tulsa it's a fifth third free kick to Lou City here two minutes to go it's anybody's game certainly there is a goal to find here here comes Lou City after the fifth third free kick Ownby left edge of the box on the inline Place it to the near post it's sent toward the goal but it's wide That was the chance for Louisville City. It was Wilson Harris on the end of it at the near post on a ball in from Brian Omi. He couldn't put it on target, and it's out for a goal kick, though it did take a deflection. It's not a goal kick. It's a corner for Louisville City. The Wi-Fi corner from the far side the Louisville left. Amadou Dia will take it. One minute, 15 seconds to go in this stoppage time. Is there a goal here for Louisville City?
4: And it was a good run from Brian Omby. just couldn't get it on frame there, but earned the corner kick now that Lou City has to be sharper in that final third to put one away.
3: Dia sends it in, it's back out to Dia now. He whips in a ball, deflected once again at the end line. And the referee has given what has he given? Is it behind for a goal kick? I believe it is. Lou City hoping why the wondering why the ball was ever blown dead. It's gonna be out for a free kick of one variety or another to Tulsi here as the referee blew his whistle from a Louisville City perspective inadvertently. Not sure what the call was, but it is a free kick here to Tulsa as they restart it. Warmel sends it long, 30 seconds to go in the minimum four minutes of stoppage time. Picked up by Noah Powder for Tulsa at the center circle. Along their back line, Diz Pay, the goal scorer who tied the game at two just about 10, 12 minutes ago. Over the top now for Tulsa. Intercepted on the head by Wes Sharpie. At midfield, Lew City coming forward once again. Ray Serrano through to Wilson Harris. At the top of the box, Harris on his right foot. Goes for goal, parried wide by the goalkeeper, Warmel. It's out for another corner. Kick to Lew City from the far side, the left. The boys in purple knocking on the door. Trying to find a late winner in a 2-2 game. We've played the four minutes of stoppage time. The Wi-Fi corner will come from the far side, the left. Serrano threaded it through to Harris. He was at the top of the D of the Tulsa penalty area. Played the shot in, and Wormel was a terrific save to the to his right. Here comes the penalty, or here comes the corner kick into the penalty area to the back post, and it's over everyone's head behind for a goal kick. 20 seconds past the minimum of four in a 2-2 game.
4: A really good shot, though. That first shot from Wilson Harris. Wormel, though, he comes off of his line, and when he does that, he cuts off the angle. On the corner kick, though, just couldn't find somebody in the box.
3: And that's it. Take a breath. I need one, certainly, the way this game finished. It finishes all square at two goals apiece, each side scoring a goal on either side of halftime. Adrian pay late in the game, taking two points away from Louisville City and forcing a tie at two goals apiece. Let's take a breath, take a timeout. Lots to talk about. A crazy game, a helter-skelter entertaining affair. And Louisville City does just enough on the road tonight to come away with a point and have the deficit with San Antonio in the overall USL regular season title standings. Again, it finishes tonight in Tulsa. Louisville City 2, FC Tulsa 2. The Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap-up is coming your way after this break on ESPN Louisville.
8: Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota RAV4. It's the best-selling SUV in America. It's incredibly versatile. The electrified RAV4 Hybrid delivers 219 horsepower and the best resale value in its class. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 40 mpg, this RAV4 Hybrid could save you thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.
12: Imagine your bright career when you join the UofL Health team. Now, imagine receiving free tuition to the University of Louisville. At UofL Health, we believe in investing in you and the power of education. So now, your UofL Health family has college tuition covered for all employees and their families. Just imagine the possibilities. For details, visit uoflhealth.org imagine. That's the power of you.
7: A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include wing Wednesdays, trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. As a sponsor of
1: Lou City FC, LGE is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudiest, loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not <coughs> and when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LGE, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at LGE-KU.com. It's
0: time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield.
3: Welcome in. It is the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show, both on television and here on radio on ESPN Louisville. The final score tonight, Louisville City in Oklahoma, paying FC Tulsa a visit and it finishes all square at two goals apiece. Each team scoring on either side of halftime. Enoch Matiti Mushagalusef with both goals for Louisville City FC and Tulsa with goals from Adrian Dizpay and Rodrigo de Costa to make it 2-2. That full-time score brought to you by the Gorski Law Office, an official partner of Louisville City FC. And with all of that, we bring you in officially to the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap, which reminds you to always play it safe behind the wheel. Buckle up and put your phone down. Be safe, Kentucky. Again, to reset the story, this is Louisville City's fourth road game in the last five, and their fourth game, period, within the last two weeks. It's a tired Louisville City, both physically and mentally. Changes in the lineup tonight and somehow Louisville City able to claw out a point on the road, Casey Whitfield. That's the optimistic way to interpret what we just saw. The pessimistic way to look at it is that Louisville City had chance after chance after chance late in the game to take a win, take all three points, and had it not been for a late corner kick goal converted by Adrian Dizpay for SC Tulsa, they may just have done that. The way the game finished over the last 30 minutes ago, you put it perfectly in break. It was just sloppy between these two teams. Understandable, given that it's a hectic portion of the schedule. Both teams were very tired on a weeknight. But you just feel like this is a missed opportunity a bit for Louisville City. They dropped two points in this game.
4: Yeah, I think between the two teams, looking at the stats, though, I mean, two goals, 14 shots for each, five shots on target for each. So it was a very even matchup. But you just got to think that the chances that Lou City had, and the number of times that they were able to get into the attacking third, and you know create opportunities, is a little bit missed that they did not get the result. I, it just came down to sharpness, and their passes were just not the way that they needed to be. They weren't on point, and a lot of that comes to we talk about the physical fatigue that these players are probably experienced having playing so many games, but the mental fatigue that it takes too, and. You could see that in the game today, the mental fatigue that they had, just not being on the same page. And that's just because playing this many matches is a lot. It's a lot to ask on their their bodies. It's a lot to ask on their minds. And so we saw a little bit of that today. But to be able to go to Tulsa to play – on this playing pitch of the, the baseball field, to go into that environment, to go against a team that is fighting to be in the playoffs and to be able to come away with a point, I think is something that needs to be celebrated. and I think it's going to be a big positive, but there's definitely going to be areas where Danny Cruz is going to want to improve before Saturday.
3: The point for Louisville City puts them on 59 for the season. 18 wins, 5 losses, 5 ties now following the tie tonight. They do remain in first place in the Eastern Conference. Four points clear, even on games played with Memphis. And they are five points clear of Tampa Bay, who do have a game in hand on Louisville City now. In the overall league standings, San Antonio remains one point in front of Louisville City. They have a game in hand on Louisville City as well. Louisville City playing 28, San Antonio playing 27. So it's still neck and neck in that overall regular season title race between Louisville and San Antonio. But it's San Antonio now with... A one-point edge with a game in hand. Your Lynn family sports vision and training man of the match tonight. It was the player who scored twice. Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa, a goal on either side of halftime. He wins the Lynn family sports vision and training man of the match poll with a resounding 88% of the vote, understandably so. Just a thought on him, Casey. He's been a player that shows flashes of tremendous talent time and time and time again. Remember a hat trick, the fourth player in Louisville City history to score a hat trick earlier this season against the New York Red Bulls. That talent was on display again tonight with two terrific terrific finishes, uh, one in the first half off of a corner kick and one in the second half assisted by Corbin Bone on the break.
4: I think the biggest issue with Mushigalusa is his consistency. He's not consistent game in and game out. He's a wonderful player. He's a player you need to have on the pitch because he can make something happen at any given minute because he's so talented. But so many times, though, He's just kind of lost within the run of play. But then the next game he comes out and he has a brilliant performance. And so you can't not play him because of what he's capable of doing. And we saw that tonight. Tonight he was absolutely incredible. He put on a stellar performance. And I hope that this will help build his confidence, push him into continuing to have stellar performances throughout the playoffs.
3: Let's take our time out here. One more segment to go before we wrap it up tonight. A finish in Tulsa, it's 2-2, the final score between Louisville City FC and FC Tulsa. They share the spoils. Lou City continues to remain in first place in the Eastern Conference with this point that they earned tonight. It's the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap. One segment to go here on ESPN Louisville.
5: From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash
2: just for kids. For all the care along the way. Hey, I'm a coroner. It can be a tough job, but you know what makes it even tougher? Seeing people senselessly die because they didn't bother to use their seat belts, or senselessly die because they got distracted by their phone. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down, because by the time I see you, it's too late.
1: Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. This new Toyota
8: Tundra is amazing. It's rugged and capable.
6: Designed, engineered, and built right here in the USA.
8: And Tundra is more powerful and more fuel efficient. The
6: iForce Max Hybrid powertrain delivers 437 horsepower.
8: And with a multi-terrain select, no matter what the conditions are, it automatically adjusts the engine, throttle, and traction.
6: While the crawl control modulates the throttle and brakes.
8: When we say you can go anywhere and do anything...
6: Tundra really means it. Yeah. Toyota. Let's go places. Nansen Craft
13: Florist, family-owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC.
3: Welcome back. Final segment here of the night. Louisville City share the spoils this evening with FC Tulsa. A point each as it finishes 2-2 in Tulsa, Oklahoma at one OK field. One more game to go on this road-heavy stretch for Louisville City. In the end, it'll be five of six games away from home. That final road game in that stretch coming at Pittsburgh. The Riverhounds hosting the game on Saturday night. A 7 o'clock kickoff. For that game, coverage beginning here at 6.45 on ESPN Louisville. Again, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds hosting Louisville City FC in that game. And then the good news for the boys in purple, they get a week off before they host Loudon United on the 17th at Lynn Family Stadium. And four of the last five games of this season, of the remaining six games to go, are at home. So four of the final five at home, and then hopefully Casey Whitfield At least two of the three playoff games at home, and if everything goes like you want, all three playoff games at home at Lynn Family Stadium. So Louisville City, hopefully, maybe two more times this season will have to play away from home. That's the positive. You've survived this little stretch of road games, and looking forward, it's all mostly except for one game, uh, two games, in fact, at home from here.
4: Yeah, you got this final little push here as you go to Pittsburgh, it's more travel, it's a quick turnaround, and so it's going to be the final part of this test, and you got to imagine that that's got to be a little bit of motivation going in, you're like, I got one more game that I've got to be able to to play before I can have a couple days off and then be able to play at home, and so you got to imagine that's going to be a little bit of motivation, but the final road test, and it's going to be a grueling one you know, going to Pittsburgh to have to play them at home. They're a tough team. So it's going to be a tough match, but – you got to imagine that they're looking at that as like a positive of this is our final one. We've got to come out. We've got to put on a show for this match, and then we get to have a little bit of a break before we play in front of our home fans. A
3: potential playoff preview as well. Pittsburgh sitting fourth in the Eastern Conference. They have clinched five teams in the East have now clinched playoff berths, Louisville, Memphis, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, and Birmingham. Again, that game, Louisville at Pittsburgh coming up next Saturday night. This Saturday night, I should say, just a few days from uh, a few days time from now, at seven o'clock Eastern Time. Coverage at six forty-five on ESPN Louisville. That'll do it for us tonight. Again, it finishes tonight two-two between Louisville and FC Tulsa. Our thanks to everybody here at World of Beer for hosting us. A great watch party for Louisville City FC. For Casey Whitfield, for Spencer Brown back in the studio. I'm Jeff Milby. We'll talk to you on Saturday night when Louisville travels to Pittsburgh. Until then, so long.
6: With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off of the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply.
9: Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and southern Indiana communities. Open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com.
10: At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1% to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky.
7: At
2: UofL Health Urgent Care Plus, the plus makes all the difference. You get convenient, world-renowned care that's backed by a network of academic expertise. Less wait time, plus more advanced technology. Compassionate care, plus no appointment necessary. It all adds up to a smart choice for the best care close by. So don't put your health on hold. That's the power of
7: you. Visit UofLHealth.org. Lou City FC and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city.
1: Lancaster firing a shot from very far out and knuckled it in.
7: Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium, open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com.